spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize the Republican base. He's laundered Trump's really sort of disgusting, flagrant outracism. He's wrapped it in education. Education, which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching about race. That's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-CRT movement. They don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new, more inclusive lessons. This wasn't about those pocketbook issues. This was about... Mm -hmm how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through. The subtext of all this was, we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Youngkin running on critical race theory that he knew hit a chord around race. I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. The dog whistle messaging that you saw Youngkin engage in during the course of the campaign. CRT is in the, the latest line of school busing, cross town busing, um, welfare queens. You have it. It's in that same, it's in that same line. And you saw it in the, in the results in Virginia. This more palatable Republican who still uses the same racist themes that Trump did. He just packaged them in a soccer dad sweater vest model. He's found a way to launder pretty racist trope, this idea that we cannot talk about America's history because it hurts my feelings. He's turned that into a campaign. White voters do have anxiety about a changing America, right? That it is blacker, it is browner. You've got the Republicans yelling like, hey, look, the black and brown folks are coming for us. Some Republican candidates are perfectly willing to use race as a motivating factor for their base that has gone on for decades and it happened this year. Race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. It used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. This is about the fact that a good chunk of voters out there are okay with white supremacy. Let's call a thing a thing. Actually, scratch that. They are more than okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for joining us here today. It is another Friday. It is Friday. Actually, uh, what is it? Remember, remember the 5th of uh, November. Uh, we had some uh, protests over in the UK. Uh, I, I guess it I guess it weaves into the COVID stuff as well, the protests over that. But uh, anyway, good of you to uh, join us. Uh, I'm Henrik Klonas with me as well. I'm here. Man, I can't believe it's been another week. 
the just heck? like that, just just going faster boom. and faster. That's right. Jeez. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you saw from the little super cut there, uh, they are uh, they're big. They're big mad. Big, big mad. I guess. Uh, <clears throat> I guess their argument is that uh, most people out there are white supremacists. Well, most white people out there are white supremacists, and 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 I'll take that. You know, if they if, because we know what they mean when they say white supremacists. They basically anybody that that opposes us, anybody that don't agree with us, anybody that even opposes uh, their their kids becoming a minority, right? If you're white and you don't want to shit all over your race and yeah. support others who shit all over your race, then you're a white. You're supremacist. a white supremacist, and then it's like, oh, good. <laughs> so I'll take it. Okay, we're white supremacists. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, quick mentioning, but we we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I, I want to show a couple of things. You know, we, we'll talk a little bit about Yunkin and stuff like that. But uh, uh, your latest finally went up. Holy smokes. What, what did that take? Only <laughs> an extra three weeks or so, you know? Yeah, um, I've already had some shit libs writing and complaining on me. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, hope you learned what? something. Uh -huh. Equity, you know. Oh, well, okay. equality. I'm like, equality and equity are two very different things. And you know that if you pay attention, well, to your own bullshit, but also to the video if they actually listen to to it. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, I guess they do support uh, institutional racism. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's, it's, not, it's not a secret. Uh, they, 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 that's what they talk about every day, right? Um, but yeah, so one, I think one interesting thing that we kind of tied together both with graphics and then your script was this idea of the racial credit score, right? Because mm -hmm. that's really what this guy, B Barnan Hess, the guy, the, the black, black guy, the you know African-American studies, he's, he's at... Um, Northwest University, I think it is, right? He's a scholar there. He was over in the UK for a while. Uh, and he, he, you know, the, the screen that you can see uh, in, the, in, the, in the image there, right? The, 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 the credit score looking thing. <laughs> what do you call that? That's like a, you know, a speedometer, basically, right? So the, you need to be in the, in the future, you need to be in the green on that. You need to be a white trader or a white abolitionist to be in the green. You notice how, and I say this in the video, of all the identities listed there, there's no positive, good, white well-being identity. Of course no, not. it's all no. negative. Yeah. And you're only a good white person if you support, uh, yeah, the uh, abolishment of your race, the genocide imagine, uh, of your race. Exactly. Imagine when the ID2020 COVID vaccine passport social credit score ties into your racial uh, credit score. Oh, that's coming for sure. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, <laughs> it's a coming. All right, folks. Um, you can join in today, enterprisestream.live slash TV. We appreciate your support. We read your super chats on the air. Uh, Odyssey is open as well. I see a couple I see a couple over there. That seems to be I, I had this issue with Odyssey of just overwhelming my RAM the last like three streams or something, two, three streams. And I couldn't have the window open, but I, it looks like I can have it open. But uh, you have the address down below. Uh, if you want to go straight there, they do have a USD option there as well. Uh, I see a couple over there, so I guess we could take those before we uh, dive in. Yeah, Bill yeah. Biz. <laughs> the elections across the country were a bit of a white pill, but in most cases, the lesser of two evils. At the very least, some people are waking up. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a lot. I have a lot to say about it. I, I talked about it at the Wednesday show. I, I recommend you check that out. Just as a little bit of an expose on Yunkin. It is it is a white pill because it, it's the signal that people represents. are fighting back. Yeah. Exactly. And it was the same thing with Trump, really. It's like even if he's a good candidate or not, that's bad. But the problem is while these get these guys get in and while we look at the liberal media and they're freaking out, they're freaking out over a shadow version that they've created over what these guys are. They, they're they not what they say they are. These you know, are he's not like some, a CFR guy, right? You know, these are not some white supremacists that are lining up to represent white white interests. And I'm not saying white supremacists in a derogatory term. I, I mention it from the point of view of what they mean when they say it. 
Those are possible positive attributes. Like if you say that you want to have a future for white children, you know, a future for white kids. Like that's a that's that's evil now. That's neo-Nazi white supremacism. That, that's that's how insane they are. But anyway, he's a you know he was 25 years head of the Carlyle Group. He's a World Economic Forum guy. He has Chinese investments, right? All these things. And he yes, he ran on on you know anti CRT stuff. He has been shilling the vaccine, though, so I'm not sure where, where he'll, you know, parse out on that when it comes to mandates and stuff, right? But he does want to open up schools and go back to business and all that stuff. But is he going to push vaccine on, on, on kids? I, I'm not sure, right? Um, but it's really about holding his feet to the fire and, and pressuring him on the things that he said he would. But the problem is, I don't think he will. We'll see what happens. I could, I could be proven wrong, and we might be positively surprised at the end of this, right? But if he doesn't... Uh, then another, what, how long is a governor in four years passed, right? Mm -hmm. Something and, like and that. Then, uh, <laughs> and I can even imagine if there were some swing people that say, I, I know some independents came out, but the white white women was the big problem, right? Wasn't that after this Yunkin vote? It was like all this, all these, it's well, white it women's Well, it went two ways because they also, you know, they tipped the scale either way in Virginia. So, yeah. But they were saying it was the uneducated white women as though of it's course. a bad thing that white women choose to be housewives and have children instead of getting this uh, expensive, unnecessary education, right? So they're the dumb white women that voted this for Republicans, right? I saw some memes going around where they put, uh, they put uh, so-called Karens with tiki torches in their hands because that's what they think it is, right? So anyway, my, my point there was that they might spurg out, and that's fun, and that's kind of a white pill in a way, but the candidate that they claim that it is isn't what it's it is. Never it's never not a normal, yeah. regular, upstanding guy with a backbone. It's always some, you know, we'll, we'll see. I could be I could be wrong. Right? But, but there were some other wins in some other parts of the country and stuff, and it was like, you know, it wasn't everywhere like a Republican wins, and not that that would solve all the situation or whatever. In some cases, maybe it's even worse because it, it pacifies people, and I hope in terms of Virginia that it doesn't like... If there were some Democrats that, that they managed to g get over just because of this insane stuff that's happened, like in Loudoun County with the sex over-sexualization and all that stuff, I hope that they don't like, okay, well, now we've stopped that, so now we can vote for the next liberal Democrat next time around, mm, you know, because that yeah. could very well happen, right? Did so. you mention Dave on Wednesday? I, I kind of did bit. a little bit. He but, came um, so yeah. close. <clears throat> Dave Riley running for school board in Post Falls, so close to this establishment cuck, yep. this uh, con ink guy who basically came out of nowhere, some younger guy. Despite Plant. all of the national attacks and the ADL and mounting these Christian Zionists against him, <laughs> he lost by like 130 votes. And he lost that, that so, Kufi, Kufi support. That's 130 big, uh, votes. So, you yeah. know, he can try again here in another few years. He should. No, that's the positive, way. you know, that's the yeah. overall positive. 130 that, uh, like 134 votes. That's like nothing. Yeah, no, that's nothing. No, he should run again. Uh, con congrats for doing that well, considering the opposition and the name calling and the danger. Oh, he's a dangerous, you know, <laughs> Nazi or whatever they said, right? Um, all right, let me do a couple of these on Odyssey. I know we have a couple more on uh, Entropy Stream too. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Lord Aragon said, "Hail our white women." That's right. Thank you. Uh, Blackwater says, uh, "Love the both. Love to uh, love the both of you." Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. <laughs> Uh, do you want to take a few others? Yeah, Dermodelman says, Hail Red Ice. I can only watch live for about an hour or so. Have a hair appointment. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thinking of Get getting a similar cut. cut as Handsome Henrik over here. This is now, this is, I don't know what this is. This is some weird You're just throw. growing it out a little bit. I know, so I know. Can, I mean, but, you know. you know, this is what, what happens. I, was, I, I don't know. You got to try something different. It's but. not a fro. He actually has but these really great it. ringlets and he hates them. So <sighs> no one ever likes what they have. No. Right. No. Great new video about equity, by the way. Thank you. And uh, Via Gruss. I don't know what mm. that means. I don't know. Some other language, um, but sounds cool. I probably didn't say it right, but. Is that uh, Dutch? 
Mm. So anyway, um, I'll have to look that one up. Okay. Thank you. Yep, and thanks. enjoy your haircut. James <laughs> Fitzgerald. Whoa. <laughs> Big donation. Thank you. Recently Thank cashed you, out some crypto. So here's your cut of the shekels. Can I get a smash with Scott? Followed by a brought to you by Pfizer. Appreciate smash you guys. Smash with Scott. <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. There oh, my go. God. You had that queued <laughs> I had them, up. I had them queued up and I had them ready to go. This time was no, no fucking round this time. <laughs> Thank you, James. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you, man. Very much. Yep. Uh, and uh, Brad Grumba, yes, of course, Freedom Shekels. Thank you, Brad. Jeez, yep. He's always so generous. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, James. We appreciate it very, very much. Thank you. Jimmy Fallis, hello, Henrik and Lana. Great to see you. Good to see you, too, even though. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, I'll <clears> see us. Yes, if you look real hard in the camera, right in the middle of the lens there, you can you can see them. I have a visual, though. A lot yep. of times when I see people's names, and sometimes mm. I'm right, actually, sometimes when I've met right. people. So, Rowdy Dude, happy Friday. Thank you for this donation, too. Happy Keep up Friday. the amazing hard work you all do. You know where I could find a white supremacist girlfriend? Uh, I think uh, <laughs> James Fitzgerald would also like to know that question. <laughs> <laughs> We have to go with the, you got board, a maker. It, the board, the board, right? They, we have to have a, have a board, like a, what, what do you call it? A board, but you know what I mean, like a, a announcement board, like a <laughs> Craigslist uh, thing, I guess. Thank you, Rowdy, for the generous donation as well. Th- thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not else sure what else we can say about the Yunkin thing there, really. It, it, it's that's really, it's really, it, it, it was kind of, it's boiled down into that little supercut that we played right at the start. Of just the the reaction of the left, and then the from my point of view, that yes, it's a symbolic white pill, and 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 a best outcome, best scenario outcome, um, is that someone like Yankin does what he said he was going to do, right? And and he follows up on that, and he kicks, you know, he he takes care of critical race theory and throws it out or whatever, and he uh, he stops the insane. Uh, you know, sexualization of the kids and the literature and the LGBTQ propaganda and stuff. But uh, worst case scenario, he's just another snake, and he gets in the to benefit from it and to hijack Promises that energy, and then, and then yeah. he, it's mm-hmm. all over, you know, yeah. again. Or it just continues, rather. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Exactly. And a lot of the people that are like, yeah, he ran on the CRT, you know, some of these cucks. He ran on the C- CRT exclusively as his political platform, right? They're the very same people who are saying that CRT isn't anti-white. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're hair splitting. It's one of the points I want to make as well. It's like, well, CRT is not really, be, it's not being taught in school. This is not a thing. I've heard this from leftists. So this is the, they're, uh, Republicans are, are making a culture war out of nothing. It's like, basically, no, the reason you lost, right? Well, the reason why the Democrats and these liberal progressives lost in many of these races, not all of them, but many of them, it's because you're fucking insane. <laughs> People are not willing to go off the cliff with you, and now you're compl- now you're saying that they're just they're coming up with these talking points over nothing. It's not even have critical race theory is not being taught. It's not there's not anti-white studies, and they they're trying to claim that. Oh, they now white people don't want to learn history. It's like no, this uh, singling you are obfuscating out, singling and, out the only you know. white kids in the class and and blaming them and their ancestors for all the world's problems and saying the world would be better off if you were genocided is not history in education. Yeah, yeah, they're they're they're, they're lying, right? They're making up, they're projecting uh, upon the other side what they're actually doing, and they're, they're making up things. They're they're. Uh, they're revisionists, right? They're historical revisionists, and then you know they basically get upset and start yapping about the First Amendment because they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not allowed to teach your white kids to hate themselves for being yeah. white. <laughs> That's what you know, but <clears throat> whatever. So that is a kind of a white bill, of course. But uh, you had things like this in the wake of this. Uh, remember this? Uh, or actually, well, not remember this. Maybe this is new. But Juan Williams, I think that's the isn't that the one of the guys, one of the 
so that Fox can be fair and balanced. They bring in some Democrat uh, uh, progressive on that side. Parents' rights is code for white race politics. <laughs> Did you hear this? They have a video here. Let's play this real quick. Oh, let me let me go back here. And and, and images of Charlottesville right away. Of course. Is he contributor Juan Williams, Williams. Quotes. No, I think he's uh, he's uh, basketball American. Ah. Opinion contributor Juan Williams writes, quote, after white supremacists spilled blood in defense of keeping up Confederate statues in 2017. The okay, for, first of blood? all, first of all, the, first of all, that was unrelated and was created by the opposition, right? Second of all, the statues didn't stay up, and they're, they're all being taken down, including someone like Yunkin, by the way. He was okay with this he's, one. He's okay. Yeah. Not even this one, the one in uh, in uh, Richmond. There's many others around in the South, right? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. We, we shouldn't have them up anymore. That's your you know, standing up for heritage and culture now. But anyway, let's I digress. The GOP candidate for governor of Virginia, Ed Gillespie, said the monuments should stay up as a matter of heritage and history. His TV advertising featured threatening images of Latino gangs labeled illegal immigrants involved in murder and rape. Williams yeah, I was just reading a ever. story of one just before this started. Yeah, no, you can you can never uh, say that that's the case, right? Because that's, uh, that's bad. Racially loaded culture wars campaign straight from then-President Trump's playbook gave Gillespie a push that he ultimately lost the race to Democrat Ralph Northam. Now Virginia Republicans are back with a new and improved culture wars campaign for 2021. The closing argument is once again full of racial division, but this time is dressed up as a defense of little children. Yeah, so the, 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 nothing is happening with the kids. Not, nothing is being done to the kids. And oh, this my is the, God. The very point I argued, just exactly that, right? The, the Republicans are fighting a cu- culture war. And it's like, no, you, you're, the leftists have been fighting this for decades, right? Literally, like the, mar- the slow march through the institutions, critical theory, which kind of mer- merged into critical race theory and all that stuff, sexualization, anti-white, all this stuff, right? That's the culture war. Now they're just slightly fighting back, yeah. a tiny bit, and they're freaking out. I love to hear how they're like, oh, you're protecting children. We're literally showing books with, like, pedophiles shoving their penises in third grade faces. Oh, okay? that's fine. That's like, fine. yes, we're protecting children, you sick nope. bastard, you know? <laughs> I know. And, and then it's like, they literally sit there telling <laughs> white kids, you are the problem. You are white. Your ancestors are the problem. Oh, you're, you want to protect your child? Like, <laughs> No, that's their free speech now to, uh, to indoctrinate your children with what Whatever non-historical, they literally want to do that. What is it? The 1619 project? Like even like mainstream academics were forced to come out and just all of this is basically bunk. They're just making shit up, right? Um, but you know, it, it resonates with headlines like this. We've shown them in the past, right? But uh, parents claim they. There's a Washington Post. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' school curriculum. They don't. Th- this very stance, due to the fact that they take this stance is the reason why they lost to someone like um, Yunkin in Virginia, right? By the way, this whole parents, the, to, go, to go back to this last headline mm-hmm. about parents' rights is code for white race politics. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they say this because they know their entire agenda is anti-white. So naturally, it's going to be almost entirely white parents speaking up against it to protect their children from this vile abuse. Meanwhile, you've got a caucus and race politics for every other group and interest group and identity group. Uh, yeah, it's high time for a European caucus for a white race, uh, <laughs> white race politics, if you will, to look after our well-being and our better interests, like not being singled out for genocide. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if they don't, um, if they they keep this up, then eventually they'll have what they're asking for. 
that's I mean, isn't that what has happened? And that's what's going to happen. I mean, because yeah. they just can't help themselves. They're, no, they're they just rabid and they push this anti-whiteness and this critical theory. So, yeah, white race politics is inevitable. It's yeah. already happening and <laughs> they're not going to be able to stop it at this point. Yeah. Because they're just going to keep pushing. Yep, that's know. right. Uh, Pagan Bear says you have to boot the teacher, though, if they are still there. Uh, it won't do much. No, no it's true. Uh, teachers have to go. People on the school boards has to go. There's all these things, right? Uh, that we've talked about uh, in the past. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, move along uh, Let's here. see. Jimmy Fallon says, for Lana's visual, I look less like the real Jimmy Fallon and more like George Costanza. <laughs> I'm incapable nice. of getting the Henry character. I, I think that... Uh, Wait, so you're Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that image when he's on the... Uh, <laughs> the what are those called again? A divan, divan or like a sofa that you oh, can the, kind of the casually chaise, lay in? The lounge. The lounge yeah, he's lounging, getting his, the... his uh, bare chest. Uh, the that image. That's fine. <laughs> God. All right. JP um, says yeah. MSNBC, CNN, um, and the usual suspects are all crying that they lost the ability to program white children to mm-hmm. commit suicides. No, that's pretty but much basically. It. Oh, that's pretty much it. it. Or you know, that's of course that's kind of a worst worst case scenario. But from their point of view, what they're hoping to do, of course, them. is to get <clears throat> white children to hate themselves. And when they grow up, they don't want to have kids that like look that, like like them because they hate themselves. This will cause them to mix out, right? It's intentional propaganda. That's part of the uh, one of the uh, United Nations uh, Genocide Convention uh, articles, right? Of, uh, if you create the mental condition, the conditions that causes people to, to bring about genocide. to bring about uh, uh, you know uh, lessening of the population, the exactly. That actually is part of the, of the uh, uh, that's considered genocide, right? And that, that's that's actually what they're involved in here. Um, yeah. So this one, Kinder Care, mm-hmm. which is all over America. I looked it up. I didn't know. Says it's never too early to teach your infant how to die. And what I mean by that is uh, to learn about anti-white diversity, equity, and inclusion. Kindercare's resource pages for bringing die lessons into the home tells parents to read their white babies. Uh, books that show different non-white cultures, uh, identities and characters, listen to not-white music genres, and share tastes of food from different cuisines that are not European, right? Mm-hmm. So dye is really, a, it's a cult, right? And anything is encouraged as long as it's anti-white and doesn't promote any kind of European culture, heritage, history, a positive identity to white kids. We mm-hmm. know this, you yeah. know? And I, I say, yeah, Promote diversity to your kids, European diversity, because we've got plenty of it, you know, and a lot of these oh, yeah. idiot teachers don't even, they like, like, they don't even know about Europe anymore. They don't even know what country is what, how many languages are spoken, how, how much food is there, how many dances and cultures, and, like, <clears throat> they're total idiots. By the way, so this place is run by... Um, can you believe it? All women, <laughs> mostly liberal women. There's a lot of white women there too. Yeah. And in the holidays, their kinder care celebrates no traditional ones. Nope. Listed, it's all these globo homo progressive yep. things, right? Yep. Uh, of course it is. Of course. I mean, is yeah. There- no Christmas, no Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're in the U.S. Um, or Canada, I guess. Uh, was it no? I, I don't think they have anything around. Easter either I could be wrong but it was all these like you know uh, uh, Hispanic uh, heritage months uh, BLM month whatever that's called black American afro uh, month um 
Yeah, like yeah. all women's all the day, new ones. like all, all the, the new all, exactly, ones you see the on the ones. like yeah. mm-hmm. the Android and the Apple phone calendar that you it's can never delete. You know, these indigenous the, uh, days now they're supplanted right on top of other days now. Yeah, the, it's the it's the United Nations Great Reset approved holidays. That's that's what it is, right? But they also argue in the article there that uh, you should expose your six uh, week year old to different um, music styles and cuisines and that's things. What I said, and, yeah. yeah, and try, try to like merge you into. Some kind of new, just uh, uh, you know, to, well, this is a customize you to thinking that all this is has always been. It's always been normal, right? This is this is how, how they get them young, right? Yeah, because um, you know these uh, little uh, babies at uh, six weeks old really want to eat like a lot of Indian food, oh, oh, and exactly. lots of spicy, of spicy Indian food. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're <clears throat> racist. Damn it. Where's my chalupa? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's that, that's that's how crazy oh they are. Gosh. Right? Um, yeah, screw you, <laughs> screw you. Yep, here's the one. Is this from uh, Scotland here? Yeah, so uh, they want. <laughs> okay, I just want to say yes, they wear kilts in Scotland, and yes, a lot of women think it's it's hot, but that's not what this is. Okay, this is a school this in is Scotland. Dresses. That's asking boys as young as three to wear a skirt to help promote equality and inclusivity because nothing says diversity like making all the boys dress like girls, right? Yeah. The school even offered to provide skirts for some youngsters if none were suitable at home. (laughs) But the skankier, the better, right? Now, parents contacted the school saying basically how dumb this was, and teachers wrote to the parents saying, we're keen to spread the message that clothes don't have a gender and that we should all be free to express ourselves as we choose. Yeah, unless you're a you-know-what, right? Clothes don't have a gender, but wear a skirt to show that you support females, right? I mean, this is like retarded. Yeah, of course, clothes has a a gender, right? That's crazy. It's all about clothes for the transsexual, right? I mean, a guy has to put on the girl's dresses, the makeup, Makeup, the surgery. Otherwise, how could he pretend that he's a girl? (laughs) He can't. He can't. Oh, I wanted to uh, just quick. I I just realized I forgot to show them, but... Speaking to the previous the previous topic too, remember all these headlines and things in magazines that have shown this kind of stuff, like is your is your baby racist? And it's always showing white, you know, kids and stuff like that. And then the magazines are talking about a childless life. That's of course always showing white families and stuff like that, right? But uh, there's some, you know, Ibrahim X Kennedy, right? Anti-racist baby, right? Because all is, black guys carry their kids like that, and these are <clears throat> very white carriers, right? Yeah, f- f- <laughs> very white fight guy the power with, with the brought to you brought to you by Pfizer yeah. and BlackRock nice. and. Uh, uh, you know, Vanguard, right? Like a lot of that times stuff, right? that baby wouldn't even have a daddy. Uh, let's just be honest here. Yeah, well, Kindy. fight the uh, fight whitey. That's, that's what it is, right? Um, all right. But um, back to this one. Yeah, I'm just okay, say, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> women have more than equality. They dominate. So this is just crazy already. I mean, like, what is this? <laughs> Enough. They have to try. I mean, they have to, they have to get normalize. Enough. Normalize these kids to think it's normal to eventually uh, get on hormone blockers and change their uh, their sex their sex organs, right? That, isn't that what it's about? They, they want your kids, and they think it's funny. That's that's what that's what it's about at the end. They want to neuter the boys. Um, here's another one. Look at this one here. Liberal elites mock, and I would add to the the headline they have there. And I have it down below. White families, large white families, in fact, that are struggling to pay for food. There's a video on this. It was actually uh, CNN doing an interview. They're talking about the milk prices as, as one example here in this one, right? Well, milk is a symbol for uh, white supremacy. Exa- so. right, exactly right. A gallon <laughs> of milk was one ninety nine. Now it's two seventy nine. And someone actually linked it up that as of today, they did the average milk prices. 
Uh, I think it's three dollars and close to fifty cents now per gallon. By the way, but here's the well, clip. Shoot, we pay like what five or six for raw milk. If it's yeah, it's if it's like it, organic and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. It was like for for a while I haven't paid attention, and then the last couple of weeks I started you know, lo- you know, really looking at it, and it's like holy shit, it's going <laughs> shit, up. It's crazy, you know. But anyway, let's play the clip here first uh, because we so gotta, everyone can laugh at this uh, this uh, fat white couple, right? Because there's no yeah. fat black couples or Latino couples, right? I, I'm convinced too that part of it is that it's it's these white people should not be allowed to have these many kids, so they're doing it to themselves, yeah. right? But anyway, here's, uh, let's play, li- it's five minutes, but let's play a little bit of it here. As the U.S. experiences lingering high inflation and severe constraints on the supply chain, families are being forced to deal with She's, the consequences uh, in their yeah. everyday lives. Evan McMorris-Santoro is live for us in New York City right now. Uh, Evan, you That's spoke simple. with one couple about how this new economic reality is affecting how they feed their kids. <laughs> what did they tell you? Well, like, well, that's right. The important high. thing about this inflation right now <laughs> is, you know, there's a lot of reasons why it's happening. But what's happening? Bad audio, CNN. Millions hitting. of dollars. What's going on? Like the Bad face, shelter, CNN. The cost of gasoline, <laughs> like where I am at this gas station behind me, gas is up uh, more than a dollar since last year. And here in Manhattan, obviously up more than that, but up more than 20 cents from even last month. And the other thing that inflation is affecting right now is food prices. There's These a, are things the that you have to buy. So I went to Cannondale, Texas, to go shopping with a family. Oh, he goes to, to Texas. I'm sorry. Okay, of course. Why don't you go somewhere right like now. New York, man? No, no. All right, let's go tackle this. What does inflation mean for American families? <laughs> less this is the story of the Stoppers. Like they adopted some diversity there, too. Good to see you. We have uh, two biological kids, and then my wife and I have a big proper adoption, so we adopted a sibling group of two oh, and three. Then one, and then we have a, uh, oh, a kid living go. with All us right. right now who's. Uh, so, I'm sorry, let me pause. Foster. So, even that is not good enough for the liberals attacking them. Th- this is not the point of the video. The point Still is the prices, but the, 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 you know, you see what I'm saying? It's like even, even though yeah. they're like, you know, having more kids uh, adopted than, than genetically, that's still not good enough. Anyway, that's not the point. It feels like money isn't going as far as it used to. Okay. Nope. Let's see what we can do. I think probably in June, it was about a dollar's worth a dollar. So now that dollar is worth about 70 cents. All right, now we're moving on to dairy, which is right there. We started seeing everything going up. Grocery prices went up, gallon of milk was $1.99, now it's $2.79. Well, when you buy 12 gallons a week, times four weeks, you know, you're t- that's a lot of money. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks, brother. Again, so this there. is what they let buy me, let me pause. every Here, here's week. Here's the inflation thing here, right? And so the, the leftists <coughs> were making fun. Who the hell buys 12 gallons of milk? Was People the that argument have a lot here, right? of kids? Well, exactly. They explain <laughs> it in the clip why they need 12 gallons, right? But here's well, some Liberals here's some don't samples, have kids right? like that, so. Uh, Bidenomics, right? I mean, he's not solely to blame here. Of course, he's a fall guy. But still, it's, you know, under Biden, right? But here, so here's a couple of samples here from the article that they reference here, a couple of tweets, right? 12 gallons of milk a week may sound like a lot. But they've actually had to cut their milk baths on alternate days. Come on, they have to feed the mouths of all these uh, foreign kids that they've adopted. Again, not even that is good enough, right? Here's a look at that. New York Times wordplay tweeted out. They ended up deleting that later. Sorry, I can't do today's crossword. I'm too busy carrying my 12 gallons of milk home. Just making fun of these of, the, of these families. They they cannot afford to buy 
food for their kids. <laughs> They're just like, ah, this is this is if fine. If there was any other problem. color there, right, they'd be screeching about we need to cut them steamy chicks right now because yeah. white supremacy and racism, right? We well, again, it. we show in the latest video, right, of uh, the Libby Shaft, the mayor, right? And it's like, no, we're going to just, th- we're literally just going to like print money and throw it on non-white families yeah. because it's not your fault if you're, if you're poor, it's a policy failure, she says, right? And so here and we go. And white people don't know poverty, right? Hey, that's, that's right. We, we don't know what it's like to be poor. Uh, the whole milk retail price gallon in this country has not been $1.99 since 1979. Also, who is buying 12 gallons of milk a week? Did CNN stop to ask these questions? Anyway, it continues here, right? But yeah, someone says, uh, update to this here. Uh, the rough average price of a whole milk uh, of whole milk gallon in January 2020 was 3.52. Today it's 3.69. Right, so it just goes up and up and up. Crazy. I mean, obviously they eat a lot of starchy carbs, right? So they need the the milk for that because it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. No, of course, that's why people resort to you know noodles and pasta and rice and stuff like that because it's uh, cheap, right? Some of these tweets though kind of gives a glimpse, obviously, into the hatred. <laughs> against yes. us and think of if we were a minority and forced to be destitute be because of equity we'll get so much you help. know you're starving and they're laughing at you like that's what these communists are like we'll uh, we'll we'll just be able to go to any country uh, and line up at any social uh, you know welfare office and just get uh, uh, tons of help just like uh, we in the west have helped uh, other people coming to our country so i'm, I'm sure that's just around the, around the corner now when holodomore 2.0 hits right but anyway it, it might be frankly it might be hitting the whole world but that's that's beyond the point so jimmy fowl says i'd rather have back to the last story have yeah. my baby be born racist than addicted to cocaine <laughs> well yeah. again what they mean when they say racist it's just a it's, it's just literally just a healthy instinct to preserve yourself a baby that <laughs> so, prefers the yeah. the face that looks like its mama Right. They're trying to interrupt that process. Remember all these studies? Mm-hmm. I, I did it in one of my videos. I talked about this in one of my videos I did. It's crazy. Yeah. These studies that they do. How can we disrupt that? Yeah. Why are How these white babies attracted to faces that look like their parents? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's something wrong with, the, with their natural instincts and their impulses. We have to circumvent them. We have to fix that with technology. If, I, if we can go in there with CRISPR and cut out the gene that makes you prefer your own It's uh, only people, correct we'll when that. they prefer the ones that don't look like their parents' faces. Uh, that's correct. Right. Dermatomon says, oh, Lana, I was going to ask, when is your clothing store back up? I always wanted to buy the They Have to Go Back shirt and Red Eye shirt. Viel Grusi is uh, German for lots of greetings. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got to hear that. Yes. Sometimes it's easier to hear it than to read it. But anyway, Yes, the clothes. It's coming back because of the move and a bunch of stuff in storage. But it's going to next year. It's going to happen for (laughs) sure. I have all this fabric sitting around, too, with uh, yeah, we do. all these patterns and things that are done, so I need to make stuff. Even underwear, organic underwear, by the way. Yep, so, yep. Yes. Uh, there was have a couple you, more have here. a good commercial in mind, remember? <laughs> I did. <laughs> a very good, a uh, couple very yeah. good commercials. Yep. JP, Kyle Rittenhouse is such a white supremacist that he was prote- protecting a Pakistani car dealership from the tolerant protesters. <laughs> the, I didn't know that. The Paki testified that when all the mayhem in- ensued, he left his own car dealership while Kyle and his friends stayed and protected oh, it. How Racist of Kyle. Oh, jeez. I've been. Yeah, well, so that Packy wasn't there to begin with. <laughs> yeah. But even even on so even on those levels, their narrative falls apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Rittenhouse trial is ongoing. Obviously, the the farce that's the Charlottesville trial that's going. We've talked about that, you know, sporadically here and there. Not as much as I'd like. Um, I do have to kind of sing, parse out some time to. T- <laughs> so, did you say that Deborah Lipstadt was uh, testifying like two days ago in Charlottesville? Really? Yeah. 
It was like, what, what is even what is even for? You know, uh, it's just it's it's a circus. You know, it's a huge circus. But the Kyle Rittenhouse thing has been pretty. The judge in that one is pretty more, damn based. You know, more fair, M- much more mm-hmm. fair. He's. Um, you know, there was discussions about whether, you know, those who have attacked the pedophiles that hunted down Kyle and he had to defend himself. Oh, they can't be, you know, the the, the defense argued, the, or was it the prosecution? Which side is it? I can't remember. But you, know, you can't call them uh, arsonists or like rioters or, or you know, <laughs> they're victims here, you know, like, no. OK, we'll call them pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they literally were. Kyle was literally taking taking out the trash. I mean, what can you say? Rosenbaum, you know, that way. Okay. Um, let me see. Gobble, let me gobble, see. gobble, gobble. I just wanted to mention that real quick. Y- yeah, let me see if I missed Tricky any on uh, Odyssey Speaking here. Speaking of food. I think I did. Here we go. Um, uh, Brandon the Great says, uh, Sandman Rittenhouse 2036. There you go. Yeah, why not? That's a, that's a good tip. Thank you. Uh, okay. The tur- yeah, the turkey you so said. So according yeah. mm-hmm. to food analysts, and I mean, my hunch, obviously, pick up on that too. I had already ordered my uh, organic turkey. Uh, demand for turkeys is up while supply is down, meaning this Thanksgiving you may be paying more, right? They claim because of reasons such as climate change. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. COVID and lack of truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and we know this is mostly manufactured BS, but the point is, yeah, you should probably, if you are if you want to buy some turkey, get some turkey now. And I always buy, obviously, from small farmers, uh, organic whenever possible, mm-hmm. local if you can, but there's some great sources online, uh, and those are going pretty fast. I got mine from, I think it was Organic Prairie. Yeah, they still have some good ones there. Let me, uh, this, I should have added this in and I didn't, but I can, and I some Christmas hands. Real quick here. Um, yeah, I mean, things are about to... Um, Christmas ham, too. Things are about to run out, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why we've been mm-hmm. talking about this. Get your get your stuff now. But, of course, conveniently, conveniently, that comes in the wake of all this amazing new techno food technology that they're uh, rolling out here. Maybe... Uh, Plants that uh, taste like also, dead humans. Great. It's amazing. <laughs> First ever vegan burger to replicate the taste of human meat. What? Uh, 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 hold on. Just why the hell... I mean, we know, like, some of these vegans, I've, I've, <laughs> I've said that they're, like, psychotic and crazy and bloodthirsty, so maybe they would want to eat some uh, dead human flesh, mm-hmm. given the opportunity. But why would they be replicating the taste of human meat? And, and then how do they even know what that tastes like? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, exactly, right? Uh, while they have, wasn't that, what was that, uh, remember that was a while ago we, sp- we played that, the Swedish um he was like a culinary guy and uh, or some uh, professor or something and said what breaking what the taboo the, exactly what's the big deal with human meat it's anyway it's just a taboo i watched a documentary <laughs> about or there was a movie too alive remember yeah. that plane wreck and then they had to like start eating each other and then they were like messed up in the head for a long time yeah, yeah watch that now i got to pull this one into i'm i'm doing these last second here check out this one and we'll talk more about COP uh, 26 here, which is happening at the same time. Later, We're so close to Soylent Green. It's unbelievable, you know? It's just closer and closer. Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie. Uh, let me see here. This was Ice Age Farmer sharing this here. The big issue. The menu for COP 26 delicates have come under fire for serving meat and dairy in almost 60% of its dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, they don't mean for them. They no, of course you. not. No, and as I said the other day, I said they want to save the reason it for them. why they want to depo- why they want to kill us, why they want to depopulate, uh, why they want to transform everything and you know great reset, uh, you know all these things that are coming is is because that's an insurance policy for their own 
uh, they lifestyle so that they can exactly so that they can continue and that they are not threatened it's not that they're looking out for the earth or anything like that this is a completely 100% selfishly driven agenda which is of course not only going to lead to them be able to continue what they do it will also lead them to have amazing control on a level that we've never seen in history ever and before. even though you're like well you're not going to live forever so why would they care well they know that they pass these things down Actually, they, from generation to, to generation yeah they are, they do <laughs> but they they're notorious for passing down their legacy from generation to generation right like that's yep. what they want yep no of course absolutely um and soon enough i mean if they could choose they wouldn't have kids themselves they would just keep keep replacing their organs with like new you know cell cellular regeneration you know Oh, my telomeres, you know. Who was it you said had like six heart transplants? Was it Rockefeller? Uh, Rockefeller, yeah, David Rockefeller. And the, 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 you you, you yeah. heard those stories about like Palestinian kids going missing and stuff like that? Guess what's happening to many of those kids? Their organs are Their organs are taken. harvested. And just like this guy, um, we play the segment in uh, a Weekend Warrior show. I found it, right? The, the guy who liked to be de- def- de- defecated on, right, and peed on, uh, P- Peter Nygaard, right? He's a Finnish fashion designer guy. Mm-hmm. He did all these weird experiments where he took his own, um, what was it? His own, uh, it was skin Getting. cells or something, and he gr- he merged them with women who were pregnant. Right? He did abortions on women, and then took the and fetal then took stem the cells. fetal stem yeah. cells to keep himself young Real and stuff. Sick. Then he ended up being ended up in prison, and he aged like ten years in just literally a couple of weeks because he couldn't keep up with this weird fucking. Sorry, I'm sure prison would do stuff. that to you, also. Sure. But. But it's like he, he lost might also access be a to vampire. that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the um, the Milken Institute guy, Michael Milken, the same thing there, right? He went to prison. Uh, Trump let him out, by the way, of course. Uh, went to prison, and he comes out, and he's like this big philanthropist now, right? He he basically you know scammed millions of dollars off of people, and just like a real scumbag, right? And now he's like, oh, we're gonna live forever. We're gonna we're gonna have all this technology. We're gonna ge- we're gonna genetically engineer things out of humans that we don't like. They're all bad for you, basically, right? They're all going down this route. All of these globalists, right? Um, anyway, the the point here is the next story. Uh, or do you want to squeeze something in between? Oh, uh, let me just um, see. I think we're caught no, up. I think we're caught up. I okay, think we're good. Caught up. Um, yeah, let me to do this one here. Actually, Midnight Sun says, Lana, you've always looked amazing on Flashback Fridays and Red Eyes exclusive. What are some of the secrets to continue to look and feel um, young as the older millennials turn 40 and reach middle age? That's well, a, take care. I'm still I'm still dealing with some interesting uh, heart inflammation, guys. Uh, it's been like a couple months, so I'm yeah. actually not 100%. I'm going to go see a naturopathic doctor next week. Better and better, but it's still there. I have good days and bad days, so I'm not my 100% self. But yeah. rest is a big one, which is hard with uh, little kids, of course. Yeah. Uh, good diet. And I, uh, I've i also essentially had to become a purist in the fact of, like, uh, um, no alcohol. Uh, I don't do sugar. I don't do wheat. If I if I have sugar, I get, like, a really bad reaction. So I, I try and do, like, a keto, uh, keto paleo. Yeah, because I, yeah. I feel better. So it's about finding a diet that works for you. Good rest, good products on your skin. Yeah. Uh, not too much sun. You just need a little bit of sun, not too much sun. And then, of course, being happy. <laughs> happy. Brown, and happy. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about, the, the skin color. <laughs> I would... I would hate myself because we just hate people because they have dark skin. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm just I, gone. Yeah. I think yeah. people that are more uh, fulfilled tend to be happier. And I think happiness and fulfillment looks better on a woman that she'll always age better that way. Mm-hmm. If you take a look, a lot of these uh, lefty women who, <laughs> you know, are 
uh, single, uh, bitter, they didn't have families, you know, they missed the boat on all that. They age horribly. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a couple of examples <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> yeah, we you go, know that there are on. those. Yeah. So, yes. uh, <clears throat> anyway, there's there's a million. Okay, no, that's that's good. Um, <laughs> good question. Thank you. Uh, okay, Chinese. The Chinese are rushing to stock up on food as government's warning prompts confusion. And they say here brief panic buying, but this is uh, actually escalated in some areas. Here's a couple of uh, sample clips for you right here. Yeah. What's happening in some of the stores in ch 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 China? The China. <laughs> now that's an anthill right there. They're fighting over food. Could you ever imagine such a thing? And then, of course, surprisingly, it's, uh, it's empty. <laughs> He's like, good sales today, big sale today. But where's the food, damn it? Where's the food? Here's more. So state media tries to reassure public that there are plentiful supplies of basic goods. It's going to be a cold winter, dark winter, am I right? Um, shoppers say while loading up her rice oil and other essential items. Uh, now, there was a, a statement here. I forget what, if it was this article, but it was one basically that the... Um, is it this one? Yeah, let me say. China's Ministry of Commerce published a <laughs> seasonal notice on Monday encouraging authorities to do a good job in ensuring food supplies and stable prices ahead of winter following a recent spike in the price of vegetables and growing uh, and a growing outbreak of COVID-19. But the ministry's advice to households to stock up on daily necessities in case of emergencies prompted significant confusion, sending some rushing to supermarkets to purchase extra supplies of of cooking oil and rice. That's the great, great stuff you need right there. <laughs> China's instructions also pushed up domestic edible oil features as well as the Malaysian palm oil. It's funny because I saw something about it, you know, regarding all these, you know, CDC and the health, the public health, and you only need to be vaccinated and stuff like that. And I, I saw a couple of articles reply specifically to Rochelle Walensky, who was like, masks work and you can all prevent, uh, you know, COVID and the flu and the cold if you all wear masks, you know. And people were like, can you just do like if you would just say eat less seed oils and uh, what was the other one and uh, and, and uh, uh, high fructose corn syrup would do more for collective health than than any of these dumb things that you're trying to push on people, including the vaccines or wearing masks oh, or something yeah. like that, right? Oh yeah, they'll you never do that though because they don't. People to exercise, it's not really right? about health. They don't really and, care about that. Uh, no, of course not. And I brought it up because I'm thinking of the seed oil, <clears> just how bad the seed oils were for, you know, are for you. It was even an interesting thing uh, that Mike Adams talked about. Except from black Natural seed News. oil, cold pressed. No, I mean, there's of course there's some seeds, but you know the pop, the one. big popular seeds we're talking about like canola. Uh, for cooking the cooking yeah for oils, cooking yeah. canola oil which is obviously soybean oil even vegetable oil is I feel good. that that's why I have to know like when we go out to eat like that oh, that stuff horrible. hurts my stomach immediately oh, yeah. because yeah. I don't we don't use it you know? much of it is, is GMO as well yeah. right on top of it but Mike Adams argued that he, he he was and I don't know what the validity of this is I didn't go through his data reasoning for this but he said basically he, he, he was led to believe that the seed oils is working in conjunction with the the, the spiked protein there's like, is acting as some kind of catalyst so the people have gotten vaccinated 
uh, he, he did a couple of references of some of the young, uh, healthy, like ad- athletic people and stuff like that that just collapsed and died after they're taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And he said that mo- most likely some of them are it's due to their the type of fats that they're uh, consuming and things like that. But anyway, I don't have all the details about that. But um, anyway, get, getting off topic a little bit here right away. But the point here is, of course, is regarding uh, the, f- the food wars, right? The coming food wars that this is the prices are going to continue going up. Stocks are low um, from and as bad as, you know, wheat is and stuff that the fact is the majority of, of people out there they consume a lot of these baseline you know staple staple grains and stuff mm-hmm. like that right so when that st- uh, starts running low you're going to see these people starting buying all the other stuff that we're you know that's that's in shorter supply right so uh get ready because uh you know Ch- china might, might know something i'm not sure why but uh, maybe they're telling their people something for a reason I'm not sure. People are speculating. It's uh, it's kind of interesting, right? Uh, but speaking about food, let's play this real quick, and then we can do uh, if there's any others on entropy there. Um, scary facts about some of the candy. Now we're past, of course, Halloween. We would have been perfect to play on our Halloween show. Forgot but to. Check. Yeah, that's right. I mentioned that real quick. Uh, I, I got this late, but I wanted to promote Ghost Tank Four. His YouTube, and if he's watching, we we got it. And uh, go check out his animation; it's pretty pretty cool. It's a Halloween thing he did. It was a, yeah, they, they probably he probably intended it to, to arrive. Yeah, we got a little Halloween late, show, so. and it got a little late up here. The mail is slow, but uh, anyway, candy, candy, candy. Watch out what you're feeding those uh, those kids. Look at this here. Here are some scary facts for you for this Halloween that some mega corporations that are worth billions of dollars don't want you knowing. In just a short while, hundreds of millions of people will be consuming these types of candies. There's just one problem. There are secret ingredients added to these types of candies that I can prove to you serves a nefarious agenda against humanity. To start off with some weird ones, Red 40 is actually a dye that's extracted from a beetle's anus. Nice. Called <laughs> cochineal extract. I know, let's Kinda go weird, do but let's beetle's anus going. for yep. that. TBHQ is a chemical up. that's Bugs. commonly found in lacquer and varsol. This is extremely toxic. Citric acid, you may be thinking, comes from some citrus plants, maybe a lemon. No, 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 no. Citric acid is commonly extracted from the excretions of genetically modified black mold. Fact check that. What the hell? TBHQ right here, like I said, it's in lipstick, it's in lacquer, it's in varnish, it's in resin, and it can cause that to rats. Isn't it a bit scary that three out of four people are gonna be spending this kind of money total giving kids the ingredients I just mentioned? That's scarier than any damn skeleton in someone's yard that you're gonna see on Halloween night. Now the real kicker in this video, the secret ingredient that is used to serve a dark plan against humanity, is that GMO corn I mentioned. This corn syrup, that artificial flavor, modified cornstarch, and anything that says natural artificial flavors is legally allowed to be genetically modified. Corn, derived from corn, and same thing with soy lecithin. That's GMO soy. Also, just a side note, Rips up apples, your there's two yep. species of apple that are now GMO, so that could very well be apple, GMO apple that's in Starburst. But this is what I wanted to show you, the secret ingredient. In genetically modified corn, they take the corn, they add DMO from bacteria that is naturally resistant to Roundup herbicide. E. coli is then added, the DNA of it, to make it resistant. The one thing Monsanto denies above all else is that they don't add the epicyte gene. The epicyte gene, they call it contraceptive corn because epicyte causes infertility. Two different whistleblowers have come out and said after epicyte was created, it's added to genetically modified corn. So all the corn we mentioned before, sterilizing over time. Yep. That's scary. So if you want grandkids, something needs to be done to restore our DNA back crap. to its peak function before it's been modified. 
Okay, it cuts off right there. But yeah, it's outrageous. Incredible, it is huh? simply <clears throat> sickening. FDA this approved. Is, oh yeah, it's all safe and fine, and yeah, and we're supposed to trust these people with everything <clears throat> else. No. Yeah. And by the way, if you want to get some good candy for your kids, uh, a lot of people know there's good organic natural alternatives you don't have to eat all this disgusting crap and also (laughs) by the way all of these companies are horrible companies you don't want to support anyway yeah and then you know then this fact too you i mean you guys know this but you we have to emphasize that too right of like the packaged food industry is controlled by a handful of companies unilever mars johnson and johnson kellogg's pepsico coca-cola Kraft, nestle etc uh but then but then those company companies in turn, excuse me, <coughs> are owned or the, the, the holding companies and the major investments of these companies are basically down to three. We've talked about them before, but BlackRock, Vanguard, and for the most part, Berkshire Hathaway. There's a couple of others that are kind of interchangeable on the third uh, spot there, as it were. But these, the, you know, these supposed competitors, right, of these different food items and stuff like that, it's all owned by the same companies, right? And then, of course, it gets worse with something like you know BlackRock or, or Vanguard because like they don't only control you know the food industry; they control the financial industry. They control <laughs> they basically control everything, right? We showed some of those articles. So the point is, imagine how easy it would be for them to start, which they have done with, the, for example, the high fructose corn syrup, this kind of stuff. When was that introduced? Like 70s or 80s, maybe, maybe even later, right? Yeah, um, late. Things Our that they could do. Tweaks and changes, including the genetically modified stuff that they could do, which immediately across the board would influence all the major uh, packaged foods and processed foods out there that we eat, right? You shouldn't eat this anyway, but, you know, people And America is especially worse than Europe. I mean, Europe still has their junk, but it's not as bad as America. America is just really the worst with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And again, imagine like the that we talked about, the, the if there's any Holodomor 2.0 in the works or something, like maybe a global one or like the, across the West or something. Imagine what these companies could do to cut back on that. I mean, again, ultimately, yes, maybe that would be a good thing. People would revert back. But the time it would take to adapt to those circumstances of, say, less less in the shelves or something like that, it would be a catastrophe for, for the global population. I mean, Also, the terrible. other thing, it's these companies right here that are like, they're talking about climate change all the time. They're doing all this environmental damage, tons of environmental damage with the crap that they're producing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The food that they're making. Nature is an enemy to these people. That's uh, That's how it goes, right? Um, all right. Let me see. JP yeah. says, sorry to keep bringing this up, but that Packy, whose business Kyle protected, was trying to throw Rittenhouse under the bus and said oh. that Kyle didn't offer any help. Oh, no, I didn't know. These I people are absolute that. scum. The defense lawyers ripped him up. You should check it out. I will check it out. That's what? A Packy stabbed him in the back? Can you believe such a thing? Yeah. Liberal lefty. Kyle did defended that for nothing then. Uh, Michael57DE, hail Henrik and Lana. Just sending a bit of love to you guys. Kind of worn out. That's okay. That happens. That's we'll right. watch. Yeah, we'll uh, watch on replay tomorrow. Michael uh, was having some. Uh, he's. A, he, I'm not sure how he got uh, tested or whatnot, and, and I, I assume it's not a faulty one. Uh, but he said he had uh, gotten uh, gotten the coof oh, and okay. COVID, so he's so in he uh, quarantine right now. Yeah, so, yeah he said, "Damned up. Rona, blessing mm-hmm. of the gods upon you and yours and the Red Eyes family." Thank you. Thank well, you. Get well, I think get uh, in better. in my case, I think it could be uh, some. Vaccine shedding, or there's some weird engineered stuff. I know we've talked I think about it's a before. I'm just, yeah, that's uh, what I'm strange, it's a yeah, yeah, very, yeah. Yep, I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust it again. I've said it many times, but 
Imagine the different things that they could release during this time and everybody would just think it's COVID. It's literally every every symptom under the sun is like, oh, that's COVID. Oh, no, that's COVID. You know. <laughs> yeah. And then I know some people that have tested positive for COVID and then mm-hmm. they go get antibodies tests and it says negative and yep. then they take another one and it says and positive. positive. So we don't it's know a, what the hell's going on. We don't know what's going on. They're, they're, they're screwing with us on, on every level. Jimmy Fallon yep. says the new ABBA album is awful. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They, I mean, so are their old ones. <laughs> they've always been awful. <laughs> are they like Swedish? Them. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, Bengt och Benny. Uh, what is it? Anita, Bengt, Benny och um, Agneta, I think it is, right? The names? Was that the Abba. one dancing queen? Is yeah. that the, God, I hate that yeah. song. Archie. I mean, <laughs> Benny, Benny and uh, Bank, they do, have, they, they do have some skill with songwriting. I won't deny that. There's some you know things that you can like, if you're a musician, you understand like why some of it caught on. But just the style of, you know. Yeah, they, they have hooks in it. You know, yeah, yeah. just doesn't mean that we like it. No. Uh, Archie, the memory of starvation during the Great Leap Forward still is among the old people. The old grannies have sharp elbows. Chinese you know, are not yeah. good at cueing. You know, <laughs> no, they're not exactly. Yeah, I have uh, heard some stories in my family of Holodomor. <laughs> yep, exactly. So. Absolutely happened. Horrible, crazy. Yeah, there were there people wouldn't let their kids outside because they were afraid that their kids would get we'll snatched get eaten. and eaten. Yep. Uh, Midnight Sun again says, "What happened to Lo- uh, Laura Southern? I think it's uh, Lauren Southern. Right. Um, uh, she used to be <laughs> she used to be based." Uh, uh, but then she <laughs> left the movement. The movement. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't like that term, but I, I understand what you're saying when you say it. But I, I don't. I would contest that. I said she never been part of that. She she grifted off of it for a while while it was cool during the Trump campaign, basically in 2016. Yeah. And then as soon as the pressure was on, it's like oh, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it says Anne engaged in misogynation. I, I don't even know about that. Oh shit! It disappeared. Holy crap! What was the end of that? Sorry. Uh, the chat I don't think that that's true. She uh, married an Aussie guy. Uh, yeah, I so, guess there's some argument that she went was with someone or something. But uh, sorry, I, I just missed it right at the end of that tail end. I'll, I'll see if I can click in on it later and read the rest of it. But thank you. Anyway, to the point though that you're mentioning, um, she she's backstabbed people. Remember the whole uh, hope not hate thing? She went behind their backs. She was uh, uh, the thing with the two uh, gay uh, pr- uh, film That's the right. film guy that she had. I don't right? even we, remember their names. Anymore. We exposed all of that stuff. Take a look at the video that Lana did. It was called. Um, Borderless, um, what Lauren Southern what, didn't say uh, yes, about the documentary. Exactly. Yeah. Search for that on Red Ice yes. or Red Ice TV. Taking uh, a neutral shooter, approach now, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, slowly, basically, like that Simpson, Homer Simpson meme when he just backs into the uh, uh, the shrubs, right? Just backs right um, into uh, going into the liberal camp, basically. Right into global homos' <laughs> right uh, into arms. Global. Well, not, not quite, maybe, not quite, but, but, but yeah, you know. I don't know. Um, close, close enough. Check out this. Uh, check out this outrageous. Anti-Semitism here from uh, from Yahoo News. I can't I cannot believe they're get getting away with this. It's 2021, people. D- let's do better, okay? Here they're trying to accuse some innocent, uh, you know, very good, upstanding rabbi just because he had some gruesome cult that put murdering people. Uh, they're calling him a rabbi from hell. Can you imagine that, huh? Can you imagine that? <laughs> a Jerusalem judge says that Eliezer Berland, one of Israel's most infamous cult leaders, who repeatedly slipped through the hands of law enforcement. Whoops, yeah, I'm sure that was totally not uh, the point. By fleeing the country and securing reduced jail sentences through plea deals, has implicated himself in two gory unsolved murders dating back to 1986. <laughs> Following the arrest in recent weeks of seven of Berlin's followers, 
The defrocked rabbi, a convicted sex offender, was arrested Monday at prison uh, at a uh, a prison in central Israel where he's serving 18-month sentence for fraud. Israeli police claim that Berland, now 83, was involved in two notorious cold cold cases, the kidnapping and suspected murder of ultra-Orthodox Jerusalem teenager Nisim Shirit, who disappeared in 1986, days after filling uh, a police complaint claiming uh, to have been attacked by a gang of seminary students and the unsolved killing of a 41-year-old Avi Edrin in 1990. Um, The new accusations against Berland have been placed under a gag order, but some details have emerged following the arrest of 10 suspects for their association with a violent modesty squad operated by Berland's personality cult come religious... What what is this language here? Personality cult come religious sect. Shuvu Banim that terrorized ultra-Orthodox Jerusalem neighborhoods 30 years ago. One of the suspects said said to be men in their 60s and 70s reportedly became a state's uh, witness and pointed a finger at the outlaw rabbi over the murders that shocked Jerusalem, leading to his arrest. The sordid crimes are enough to turn best-selling mystery writer Dan Brown from the Vatican, uh, from the Vatican, what, to the winding alleyways, alleyways of Jerusalem's ultra-religious courts in the lawless 80s and 90s. Uh, Edrian, ultra-Orthodox Jew, was found buried in a forest north of Jerusalem, pummeled to death shortly after he disappeared. Uh, it's b- believed Berlin's private mafia-like religious police targeted him after rumors swirled of his involvement with a woman. Anyway, it goes on from there, but um, you get the idea, right? Uh, whoops, but uh, yeah, it looks like um, he evaded justice there for uh, for quite a while. For, mm, uh, for I'm sure he got some help, right? Interesting reasons, Jimmy right? Fallon says, aren't Aren't uh, all the rabbis from hell <laughs> going down <laughs> on infants and giving them herpes? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the moil. The moils right? do do that, right? That's yeah, funny. God. The uh, the uh, was it the, uh, the when the young Turks? Uh, what's her name? The Shriek uh, Anna Kasparian, mm-hmm. right? She reports on on uh, how uh, little babies were given hepatitis after uh, the moil went down on uh, on them after cutting mm-hmm. their penis. Yep, like totally normal, totally not uh, creepy or anything like that, you know. Totally not a cult, by the way, but uh, what are you going to do? Uh, all right. Glenn well, the Chinaman yeah. says, uh, freedom shekels. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Glenn. Always good to Ching see chong, you. Ching chong, ping pong. No, Ching you chong. can take it. He's cool. <laughs> Glenn's cool. Glenn has a sense of humor yeah, about Yeah, he has a sense of humor. Yeah, he's, he's great. Make fun of me. I don't care. Uh, there were some questions <laughs> yeah, exactly. I missed here, too. See Dave in yeah. one. We teach diversity to our kids. They get to watch Zulu. Yeah. Zulu, uh, yeah. Zulu. Is that a show Zulu? or is that, is that a, a uh, is that like some streaming African streaming uh, network or yeah, that, Zulu, that Hulu, like that's not Hulu. The Zulus <laughs> in Africa or Hulu. We're doing one yeah. of the, remember that clip of the Globo Homo? Is that a misprint? Yeah. Exactly. We're do, we're doing that over Zulu right now. <laughs> what is it? What the hell is that? Is a glo is a Globo Homo? What yeah, that, that was funny. And A. White says, hey, Lana, I've been checking periodically on the Red Ice website. Lana Slama continues to stay down for maintenance. Any plans to get that up and running? Yes, I need to. I need to. Well, it's good that you guys want to. That's a good problem to have, that you guys want to purchase some of our merch. I I promise. I promise. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a lot lot of. uh, Remember I lost a payment processor because they have to go back for it? Yep, yep. And that they was told in the way. me if you you have to take it down, you have to take down the shirts, otherwise we will not process for you. Yeah. And PayPal, same thing. And I was just like, okay, well. Actually, okay, it extended to any uh, Red Ice product, right? Oh uh, yeah, for PayPal it did. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, so they they singled out my 
little website and we're looking through well we know why we know why this right. is and of i had course. said what well, do you go and check all your other customers yeah, websites to I'm, see I'm if sure. they sell any inappropriate t-shirts and tell them to take it down i think not yeah, we even did a couple of comparisons, right, of, what, of the type of shirts that, yeah, and we like confirmed that it was like the same companies that we used and stuff, right, um, uh, that that you had for the shop and stuff, and it was like they, completely like just anti anti white hatred and stuff, and, and that's not a problem. You yeah, know? this was literally like a quote from the Dalai Lama who said, you know, European uh, Europe become Muslim impossible, you know, or yeah. become Africa, they have to, you know, they, they have, have to, to return back. home, they have to go back, right? That's yeah. It's funny how they don't talk about that guy much anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's out of circulation <laughs> said, now. Refugees go home and rebuild, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, what <clears throat> what hate? Can you believe that he tells them to, uh, <laughs> you know, go back and and and, and show that their country doesn't fall apart what yeah. a bastard they know? don't ask him questions yeah. I, I remember once too when someone asked him a question um and uh, what do you think about world peace and he's like i'm just gonna take a drink of water and not answer that <laughs> question <laughs> That's like funny. in other words it's never gonna happen no, it's not, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> um world peace is when you've uh, there's no humans then you have yeah then you have world peace right and everything is dead yep basically so while we're on rabbis and stuff, let's talk some more about uh, Israel. Did you have any others there? No, you're mm, caught up. It. Okay, yeah. great. Um, Israel to establish a climate change working group with Bill Gates Foundation. The premier, the the new temporary, well, he's a half halfway premier of of Israel. Uh, Naftali Bennett meets Microsoft co-founder at COP26. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit, too. Uh, Environmental Summit Gates has Israel known for innovation, but not so much in the climate space. Here was a, a accompanying clip that we have uh, of them talking about uh, what their plans are. Here we, uh, here we go. My big belief is that we can solve climate change if we accelerate innovation. The green products today are quite expensive. Green cement, green steel, uh, and we can't afford to subsidize that. Uh, and so in, in your first career, my first career, innovation was the key. Uh, as I just you say, love that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> as you say, you know, that's really what Israel's known for. Yeah. And not so much yet in the climate space. We have one company, H2 Pro, uh, that we're very excited about that's doing a, a green hat. And who's, uh, who's paying for that innovation again, by the way? But uh, anyway. Hydrogen, low cost. Right electrolyzer, so uh, that's very pleasing. We we not only need innovation in climate mitigation to reduce the emissions, we also need a lot of innovation and adaptation. And that's another area where a lot of the, you know, and this is in the Gates Foundation, we do agriculture, including both seed and livestock work. And so understanding, okay, where are the brilliant people in Israel who are thinking about these new techniques, um, you know, the seeds are going to have to be very different to deal with right. the high temperature. You know, you already are dealing with uh, drought conditions, yeah. but that's going to be more widespread. So we were thinking, you know, where is, how do we connect up uh, and, you know, find more people who are doing mitigation type innovations, more people doing adaptation, uh, you know, given the, the talent that you have and what we've seen in the digital space, you know, how do we uh, unleash more of that? So I'd you know, love to take that R&D innovation push and figure out where Israel can uh, partner with them. All right. So, you know, Israel, in the same way that Israel has been super gung ho about the vaccinations and stuff like this is the new this is the new normal, right? This is the new mode. This is the future. 
genetically altering uh, humans, CRISPR technology, mRNA technology. This is why Israel is so gung-ho about it. They're on the front lines. They're doing this. They're at, they're, they're, they're at the tip of the spear, right, in the, the, the new world order, including a doing it to their own population. So that's why as we're going through this uh, shift, as we're trying to swap out, basically, um, the COVID agenda with the climate change agenda, um, you'll, of course, see remnants, most of the, th- the things that they've brought in under this guise of protecting us from, from, this, uh, from COVID-19 will, of course, remain in effect. It's not that they're going to go away, including even like regular, you know, annual or maybe even more boosters and vaccinations, the passports and all these measures, lockdowns as a, as a way to deal with situations and stuff. But you'll see the, 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 them pivoting a bit more, right? And so, of course, Israel wants to be on the front lines of that too, right? So they've entered this partnership with Bill Gates, and we've talked about his catalyst, uh, you know, quite a bit in the past too. Uh, and I want to show one of those clips, uh, you know, again. Um, but the EU is doing it as well, right? Bill Gates partners with the EU Commission to accelerate gr- green technologies. Much more to it than that. We'll 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 talk about it here, but. Uh, uh, but keep in mind here, so it's the EU, it's, you know, it's Israel, it's the, it's the new world order, call it what you want, the Great Reset. And it's all driven now by the climate panic that you're going to see, and you're going to see the, the COVID uh, pandemic be replaced with climate panic. Replaced. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be, be swapped out and it's happening and we're going to see climate lockdowns. We've, we've covered this for, for quite a while here. Here's the announcement uh, that the EU, with the Ursula von der Leyen in the, in the front lines there, uh, is entering a deal with uh, Bill Gates as well. Listen to this. I'm also very pleased to launch today, together with Bill Gates and the European Investment Bank, the EU Catalyst Programme. It is worth 1 billion euros. It's a programme that will finance industries' innovation, breakthrough innovation, to bring the newest climate technologies to the market in Europe. Immediately after this session, Bill and I will launch this new initiative. There it is, right? So we have the press release here too on uh, the EU Commission or European Commission website statement by President van der Leyen on the launch of Catalyst program with Bill Gates and Werner Hoyer, right? And, and so it's like, well, this is this is about to be, this is going to be great. I promise you, this is, there's, there's nothing like it, right? I checked the EU Commission's uh, YouTube and here's it's just one of many that they have. All, again, all this is happening at, the, at COP26 right now. Uh, in um, I think it's Glasgow, right? It's taking place in Scotland. Here's just one video that they released as a, two, about a few days ago. Um, from ambition to action, acting together for the planet. Look at this uh, this, this EU video. So it's here. a cringe, right? Uh, it is. Cringe. Picture this: it is 2050, and together we have built a climate-neutral society. Solar and wind energy has replaced fossil fuels. Our cars, buildings and factories use clean energy and we breathe clean air. New jobs have come with modernization and green technology. In the beginning. Yeah, let me just go back. I was like, wait a minute, huh? Pretty sure it was. Yeah, let's just go back to the (laughs) Energy has replaced fossil fuels. (laughs) (laughs) So a refugee asleep at the wheel. This is no, this is that's literally like this is this yeah, is like, the EU now, right? You're uh, right. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, the, the, it's a black woman it's, there, but then that's a, her husband, I guess, or something. Huh? This, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, this, no, this, this is a perfect example. It's, <laughs> it's, okay. It's importing Africans to Europe, so and we, to and build we can put, for to them. put them in a, a self-driving futuristic so car. So they can sleep. I think it's maybe on the supposed to be on the phone. 
No, the, 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 on okay. the screen there. Or, really? uh, anyway, okay. but uh, yeah, that, this is a good good catch. I didn't see that the first time. <sighs> they always put non-whites in these. <laughs> There's always blacks. In yeah, these. it's like for the future of Europe, <clears throat> and then it's like Arabs or something. Anyway, uh, let's keep. Natural society, solar and wind energy has replaced fossil fuels. <laughs> Our cars, buildings, and factories use clean energy, and we breathe clean air. New jobs have come with modernization and green technologies. Our cities are greener and we are better prepared for heat waves and floods. Our forests and natural areas have grown and wildlife has flourished. We've averted the worst. I'm not against that, but what's coming is not this. And I'll show you why in a moment. ...of the climate crisis. We are back on track. Sounds too good to be true. In Europe, we are convinced it's possible. If we start now, we can make it. In Europe, we have and a plan. immigration. The reforestation uh, now exactly to become right. climate nope. neutral and to grow our 50 economy. Billion. At the COP26 in Glasgow, we will call on the world to raise ambition and take action that will lead us to a better future. We will close the borders. Yeah, I know if only right. Yeah, so that's just one of these like wonderful videos that they have, and if it's like, well, how can you be against like you know? Uh, reforestation and fixing the climate and stuff and but just know that th those are just the excuses to get you to go along with what yeah. they have planned for us right so so but 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 the point here is is Bill Gates as well right so let's look at a clip of him talking about this breakthrough catalyst just what that is and stuff like that and re relates to something we've talked about in the past but these people are are literally insane now there are a couple of things in there was like sure that's fine you know it's like if you want to work with the long-term storage of energy or something, that's that's fine. If you want to use hydrogen or something, sure. But uh, one of the things I want to play is the last point. They have a, they have a four-step plan in this catalyst. And, and the one I want to talk about is the last one. But here's how Bill Gates introduces uh, this breakthrough catalyst. Look at this here. To get from 51 billion tons of greenhouse gas emissions to zero, we need to change the way we make just about everything in the next 30 years. This. And who, who do you think is going to financially benefit from that, right? Bill Gates and, and his uh, lackeys. This is the greatest opportunity for innovation in human history. We're going to build the trillion dollar global industries yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Some of the solutions we need, like wind and solar power, are already starting to compete with the fossil fuel incumbents they're designed to replace. But for many of the newer technologies, we need to bring down the cost and demonstrate that they work in real world situations. And so I have to invest in large-scale commercial plants, which are often too risky for traditional investment. We need to innovate not just in the technologies, but in how the public and private sectors come together to build this scale. All right, so We've let seen me, this work before. I'm sorry, let me pause that. I'm going to skip forward a bit here. So he talks a bit about the different innovations and stuff. Um, let's see, 140, let me go to 148. We'll play a little bit there as he goes into a new little segment here. Uh, it's, it's all the usual stuff, like basically, we're all going to die. Like, we, you have to do this. You have to you know, reform the whole system of how we produce things. We don't things have and everything. solar panels. We're going to die. Basically, yeah. Right. Decades to come. The early investors in these technologies will be recognized for their contributions. Oh, that's that's why we're creating yeah. Catalyzed Emissions Reduction Framework, which this, measures this the reductions in emissions and the cost of these new technologies over time. This framework will let our funding partners be recognized for the impact of their contributions. Yeah, the money. first four technologies we're focusing on are... And I'm going to skip forward. So it's like some decent things there. It's like, sure, that's fine. But listen to that. Listen to the last one here. So I'm going to just skip forward real quick here. Thank you for bearing with me here. Is um, 
let's see, 29. Uh, Does right he always here. sit with his legs crossed? I always Probably. see him with his legs I don't think he has any balls. They're in uh, <laughs> Melinda's purse still. Two replacement jet fuel. Fourth and finally, direct air capture, where we literally take the carbon out of the air and store it away where it'll no longer cause any heat. It's crazy. Do you guys hear that? We're going to suck it out of the air and go store it. <laughs> These people, they need to be stopped. They world's, are the environmental hazard. World's largest carbon capture plant begins running in Iceland. And as we talked Giant, about, remember, Weekend yep. Word, they want to change the climate. Like, yes. they will be the ones changing the yes, climate. absolutely. With stuff like this. Giant air-sucking machines could be the solution to Earth's scary carbon dioxide problem. First of it's all, It's not scary and there it's not a problem. It, there isn't a carbon dioxide problem. It will be a problem when they do this. These companies are sucking carbon out of the atmosphere and investors are piling in. <laughs> and, uh, of course, and then we have the, the ne next level to this, too. After they've sucked up the carbon to cool the planet, then they're going to begin to dim the sunlight. Worldwide, direct air capture research by a handful of companies such as ClimateWorks has gained tens of millions of dollars in re recent years from sources including governments and Microsoft founder Bill Gates right, and the European Space Agency. These people are absolutely insane. That they're they're yeah. objectively insane. They're going to when see when they when they talk about like it's going to be drought in ten years if we don't obey. You know we're all it's not going to be any food. They're going to be the ones to make all this stuff. happen. Like they're 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 going to do this right. And and we argued check out the latest Weekend Warrior show. I think it, we tie that together pretty nicely. But just to kind of pick up on that and reemphasize these points a little bit that it's like. You you are this is why Mark Zuckerberg is doing his meta thing, right? You're going to be driven into a digital or if you prefer then a virtual or augmented at least. Like reality. this realm is dead. Meta. The, it's dead, it's over. Right? The, yeah, the, the the well the yeah, the meta thing is like it's the dead realm that you're going into. It's not the not the alive one. But that's partially because this, you know, or take Interstellar, right? The the movie Interstellar, they're talking about this, they just refer to it as the blight, right? It's one of the reasons why we're seeing all these things with Holodomor 2.0, right? You actually have governments now paying farmers to destroy their crops and offering them more money than if they would actually have sold the produce even to a local market or something like that, right? In the UK, they're just slaughtering and dumping in the trash bins thousands and thousands of hogs uh, just because they couldn't have drivers, they claim, right? That's just one issue with the food. But like these people, one when they're ready with sucking all the carbon out of our atmosphere, what do you think is going to happen at that point? Everything is going to die. There's going to be no fuel left for the plants, which is the very thing that's producing oxygen for us, right? It's a symbiotic relationship. The more carbon, the better things are, right? Warming, you've seen these you know, levels before, super high carbon levels and stuff. There's been ups and downs throughout history. The sun is the primary driver, right? This is not strange. This this happens at the, the anthropogen, anthropogenic angle here that it's all humans behind it. That's just a scare uh, tactic that they're using to getting you to obey to certain measures that they want to basically basically depopulate and control us better, right? But so that this is what they're talking. Just come, keep that in mind. This is what they're talking about when, when when the EU is talking excitedly about these the catalysts we're going to a new green technology is going to fix the problem for us. Major part of it is to just suck carbon out of the atmosphere and embed them deep into the underground in rocks and weird shit like that. These people are, they're fucking insane. Yeah.
and they're going to and going to ruin everything. Nature never intended. That's yeah. that's when you're going to create real trouble. Yeah. Just Seed says, I think Gates is verbal. Kint. He portrays himself as a dork in a sweater vest, but is actually Kaiser Sozi and will squeeze nations for uh, billions of dollars at any cost. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. It's Could true. be a con man. Yep. Uh, Alan Harry's up to 80% of oxygen on the planet comes from plankton, not trees. That's Forests right. are the lungs of the earth. Yep, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you have, uh, what was it, the interesting thing early on in the process? Um, not abiotic. Uh, Anacris, what is the word again? Like the the plankton that you can have that can actually produce oxygen without actually having carbon or something. This I forget the term, the technical bi- term for it, biological, I guess. Um, uh, but there's some interesting things there uh, that they could do. But you know, again, all of the, the point is, all of this is about destroying and ruining the natural uh, environment. Remember that we played that clip too. Uh, was that the Weekend Warrior Show where they're talking about how uh, for um, Forests, natural forests, uh, are, are now carbon sinks, so are, they're a problem. Yeah. No, the carbon uh, carbon sink is something that absorbs it, right? But that they're, they're producing more carbon than, oh, than they're right. worth. So yeah, they yeah. want to cut down forests now, <laughs> so that they won't be carbon. I'm not. I'm not even not even joking. Yeah, this is it was insane. a Reuters report just uh, about a week ago or so. Um, they're going to start cutting down forests, ancient forests, because it's it's producing too much uh, carbon. Yeah, this is a wacky cult. Yep. And also, you can cut down the trees to make things that produce more carbon, right? So you got to just uh, be pr- proactive and just cut down all those trees, right? So you can't make anything from them. absolute zero. They're gonna, it's going to be nothing left, nothing, no life. It's going to be it's going to be world peace. They're bringing about world peace, folks. Absolute death. All right. Um, Robothink says, "I swear yeah. these scientists just make shit up as they go. Where's the, where's the math for this uh, trillion tons of pollution?" Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's yeah. it's the, the latest studies say that's all they that, that's all they say, right? And then it's like we're we're just meant to to believe don't them, question right? Question the science. Um, speaking of this is how insane they are, right? I'm obviously I'm not a big fan of uh, Senator Manchin uh, from the U.S., but this is happening at COP uh, twenty six right now, where. Uh, because he opposed, allegedly he opposed Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan, which is part of the, you know, the U.S. has their Green New Deal, and the EU is just called the Green Deal, right? And then it means he um, wants to kill a bunch of people, right? Yeah, so they're yelling, we want to live. Listen, <laughs> it's like... They're nutters. Okay, These just, are nutters. It's a cult. It's, it's the same thing with when BLM says, stop killing us. It's like no one is killing you. These are, you know, these are. If someone gets shot by the cops, um, then they were involved in something, and something happened. It was a specific case. Cops is not just walking around shooting everybody and killing everybody. But anyway, listen to this. This is crazy. We went to one of these, Henrik, yeah. in Copenhagen, and there's all these nutters that were drawn Full to. Full of communists. Total, lots of communists, a lot of just unhinged weirdos coming to these things. Yeah. Joe Manchin is burning our future for profit. We're alive now, unfortunately. <laughs> Right or whatever they're screaming at. I mean, he deserves it. Don't get me wrong. That's just all good. This is this is fun just to see them be attacked it's in this hysterical. way. But it's like, what the hell is it? Who, this is the cult, right? The cult mentality. Like they are convinced that we're all going to die if they don't obey whatever these lunatics are proposing for us, including sucking all the carbon out of the atmosphere. 
And so the, the people who are opposed to this, they are going to, they're murdering us. They're killing us. <laughs> and they'll turn on anybody, even including you know, a Democrat. Again, I'm not a big fan of the corporate uh, you know, exploiting of the you know, nature and the environment and like, you know, uh, what's it called? Fracking and all this crazy. I'm not a big They're fan of bad. that either. It's all bad, right? But but this hyster- like we can't have innovation and industrialized societies. We, <laughs> and and we'd have to go back to like the Stone Age uh, again. All of that's because of control and feud- feudalism and stuff. These these elitists though, they will still all have all of this stuff, right? As we've as we've underlined. But uh, no, so they think that we're all going to die basically. Okay, moving on here. Um, Bill Gates, a little bit more here. Uh, coincidentally, also, I, I'm not sure if this was at COP26 or if this was a little bit earlier, but um, get always watch out when these people warn for something because that's when they've their the ball is already in motion for these things to pop up, right? So he's warning about a bioterrorism attack uh, with will small using smallpox um, <coughs> terror attacks and uh, uh, with smallpox, and he urges a leader to use germ games to prepare. Let's uh, listen to. Uh, this clip uh, right here. Yeah, a little text in the beginning. Bill Gates warns of bioterrorist smallpox And so pandemic. I'm hoping in five years I can write a book called, you know, we are ready for the next pandemic, but it'll take tens of billions in R&D uh, that the U.S. and the U.K. will be part of that. It'll take probably about a billion a year for a pandemic task force at the WHO level which is doing the surveillance and actually doing what I call germ games, where you practice, you say, okay, what if uh, a bioterrorist brought smallpox to 10 airports? You know, how would the world respond to that? Uh, you know, that there's NAFTA really caused epidemics and bioterrorism caused epidemics that could even be way worse than what we experience today. He would and yet know. the advances in medical science should give us tools that you know, we, we could do dramatically better. So you'd think this would be a priority. It, it, the next year will be where those allocations have to get made, including this global um, pandemic task force. So we're going to need a global pandemic task force to deal with future terrorist uh, atrocities uh, of biowarfare using smallpox and other uh, newly invented germs. And, and something about surveillance and yeah, costing get, a billion a year? Yeah, but it will just be a billion. We need billions and billions and you need to pay me. And I, But I can invest that so that I can get a return on investment later on, you know, when everything's set up and, and, and this becomes a money machine in some kind of capacity, right? But um, basically, we've, with the vaccine, though, <coughs> excuse me, we're already going through uh, a, a bioweapon being unleashed on humanity, right? Uh, but just imagine when they actually release something that actually starts killing people, right? I, I'm convinced these people would do it. No, no problem. Keep in mind, too, when they talk about zero carbon and all that kind of stuff, they, they've already singled out that humans are the single most problematic contrib- contributor when it comes to carbon. And that's why and if you, the can, population. you can remove po- massive amounts of the population, you'll we'll, we'll be good. And then we can continue our lifestyle while the plebes and the slaves can can live on some, uh, you know, agenda twenty thirty or agenda twenty one in a pod uh, yeah. pod plantation, basically, right? Um, all right, I guess that leads us into COVID a little bit, then. Yeah, the um, stuff with the kids uh, yeah. and the shots and stuff—it's very disturbing. Uh, so you know, I've uh, seen some of these videos of these women so excited to go take their five-year-old to go get <clears throat> jabbed. It's just, it, it's heartbreaking. I just can't. It, it, it is. It, it's, uh, as I said, in the no-go zone, and I try to, it's hard. I, I, 
you try to kind of convey the seriousness of the of the of what we're facing and 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 what what's happening and, and stuff and it's sometimes it's hard you know I made, made the point Wednesday it's like hard to convey that and maybe afterwards or something when you're like you know thinking on it on your own you you understand the weight of what they're doing what this involves of, of like mass vaccinating uh, kids as young as five you know up to 11 right now and these people and, and the damage st- and the damage that will come of from course it. the the mass death the sickness the disease the the, the lack infertility, of the inf- yeah, the infertility all of this wrong. right um, we know why they're doing it, but and, but it's sold to us under the guise that they're protecting us and taking care of us, right? Uh, but soon enough, they'll do it to newborns. You literally have hi, welcome to the world. Jab jabbing kids immediately, right? I mean, they've, uh, I showed this too, but this is like a good example, right? Uh, of how the the earliest memories of a baby. <clears throat> Mark Collett shared this, right? Look at this here. Oh, PCR so testing disturbing. on a baby as they're being born. Oh. Soon enough, though, that um, whatever that's called, that Q-tip or whatever the, the this is just will be madness. A, will be a syringe, and it will and it will go into their arm, right? With with like mRNA, uh, messenger RNA, liposomal toxins and poisons. When they're right? already so fragile, it's bad enough with all the vaccines that they already you know inject them with right away that first week. Yeah. So here's uh, let's start off here. And, and anyways, we'll, we'll try to convey the seriousness of the situation here, too, of just how insane this is, right? But here's uh, uh, CCP spy Lena Wen. Uh, and uh, she's look at how, ex- first of all, she, first clip we're going to look at, she's talking about a lie of like just how many children are being affected by COVID-19. Listen to this. This is a big lie here. Well, I think there is one pervasive and false narrative that we really have to counter, which is that children somehow do not get sick from COVID-19. That's just not true. I mean, when we look at this group of kids that were now getting the vaccines authorized for this group that's 5 to 11 years old, there have been more than 1.9 million cases of COVID infections in this group. Doesn't mean More than 8,600 of these younger kids have been hospitalized. Thousands have had this multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. And by the way, about a third of the kids who've been hospitalized are children who are previously healthy, who don't have underlying medical conditions. And tragically, 143 of these younger kids have died. And so I think... And and again, this could literally be from anything anything or any other measure or stuff. And, 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 you know, but but again, we've talked about how they're ramping up the numbers. right? But again, this is to scare you into submission and think, you know what, we need. Why do they scare you? Because you need to vaccinate. It's with measles, too. Remember not too long ago in Washington? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, essentially, this is not it's it's not overall. I'm not saying it's never has happened. Sure. Maybe it has. Right. But it's like overall. Basically, anybody under what, 18, essentially, is like, they, 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 they're not at risk of this. They're going right? to make it. They're, they're, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. <laughs> you know, very rare things. Again, but even then, I would question, at this point, I would even say, well, you know, whether we know that there's been kids that have been around parents that have been vaccinated, for example, and they've fallen ill, they've mm-hmm. tested positive, and they, you know, they're exposed to the the spiked protein and or whatever this is that, that, that they're producing, this bioweapon, right? Um, so this is a big lie, but anyway, she continues. I think it's really fantastic news that we could have a vaccine for this younger group oh, on the horizon. I can tell you as a mom of two little kids, although my little kids are wait. too young to be in this five to 11 year old group, I have a one year old and a four year old. My husband and I are yeah. living with a lot of caution because we're worried about That's our children. Annoying. And we really cannot wait until Church our kids annoying. are yep. also able to be vaccinated so that we parents and certainly children can regain some sense of normal. Normalcy too. 
This well, I think is we mental, can, we can man. get that back. I can't any wait. Point. I can't wait till my kid turns five so I can just get their arm jabbed. They're I can't excited wait. About this. Yeah. Here's the next clip. Here, here, and of course, now it has been rolled out. Now it's happening. Five to eleven-year-olds are being mass. Mil- Remember, they even shipped out. I showed the footage Wednesday. Before the CDC even had approved it, they started shipping out millions of doses to go into the arms of five to eleven-year-olds. Like the they knew yeah, that course, it was going to happen. Of course, of course. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, almost 118,000 children tested positive for COVID last week. I mean, as that much means as nothing. The country moves. Into colder months, cold and flu season. How big of a difference will getting younger, the younger population vaccinated? How Mass much death. difference Mass will that problems. actually make? I think it will make a difference in terms of where COVID-19 goes because we could have 28 million more Americans who are now eligible to be vaccinated. But I think it'll make the biggest difference when it comes kids. to the lives of parents and That's their children. Sick. Kids have missed out on so much. They've been pulled out of sports. They missed out on extracurricular activities. Completely Maybe unnecessary. Yeah. Completely superficial reasons. Parties. They can now resume many of these things. And this is what these little girls oh, here. This is what these little 10-year-old girls yeah. here. Oh, I get to go to, if I take yep. that, I get to go see my friends That's and right. go to a sleepover That's i mean right. we've seen how many videos of, have we yep. seen of that on instagram yep they're they're uh they're completely brainwashed term, about it whatever their crazy the liberal mom tells them you know yep. Boom, many of these things once they're vaccinated also we're coming into holiday season and it's if we're carrot. able to get the vaccine authorized by the fda recommended by the cdc by next week then kids can be fully vaccinated by the time that the christmas and new year's and winter it's holidays like, come around and for parents, too, parents have been living with so much caution because of their kids, worried about travel, worried about occupational ex- Look, there's probably more kids that have been uh, put in danger because the parents have been vaccinated and they're, now they're around their kids. I saw a know? story, too. We didn't put it in the list, but uh, over Halloween that these two kids that were accidentally vaccinated when they were out trick-or-treating. It was yep, some event at some church and they yep. set up some va- like vaccine booth. And these kids were not old enough, but the the dad, Juan something, I think he was a Mexican, uh, took his kids in like, oh, sure, look, you know, jab, jab my kids, yeah. I, let's go. And they did like the full adult dose. Yep. And both his kids are very, very sick now. There you go. Yeah. And we showed that other one. Remember the uh, Walgreens? They thought they were getting the flu shot, which is they shouldn't be getting anyway. But they were getting the Moderna and they have uh, hearts. Yeah. yeah heart, heart issues now, of That's course. Right. right? Uh, and last uh Five seconds here of this uh, spy here. It will allow parents and their children to return to um, a large um, portion of their pre-pandemic normal. I know it cuts off there. I- again, allow them. It's this like you'll get your pre- if you yeah. obey and if you do what we tell you to do, we'll let you go back to to uh, experiencing things that you that you've normally uh, done right. But here's here's one example. Look look at this uh, mother here uh, regarding getting her kids vaccinated and also. How she basically is wishing that the kids are taken away from parents that do not vaccinate and that the parents who did not vaccinate, that they get that they will intentionally be infected with COVID by this woman. Look at this lunatic here. So finally, some good news. Uh, kids can get the vaccine five and up starting next week. She looks and sounds real healthy. Yeah. And uh, as soon as these guys can get it too, all bets are off. You anti-vaxxers, all bets are off. All bets are off. Uh, yeah, if I, if I um, if I can spread it like annoyingly after that, um, I'm gonna sneeze on you. A lot of you. A lot of you. All bets are off because we're all done. We're all done with you. So oh my as God. these guys Psycho. can be safe. Screw the rest of you. 
screw the rest of you because we're done we're done you might be done lady yeah you might be. yeah no no more kind liberal here done sad thing is some of your kids will die but i hope they don't look at that look at that maybe they'll just take your kids from you that'd be good yep brought to you by pfizer We'll just take your kids wish. from you and jab yep. them and then, yeah. Yep. Psycho. 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 Insane. Insane people. Insane. Good one from Michelle Malkin here. What every parent needs to know about Pfizer. Pfizer killed and maimed children in trying to get FDA approval for its experimental meningitis drug. They lied to parents. They faked documents. They bribed officials to do rigged, unapproved human trials on 200 kids 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All kinds of horrific damages oh, happen yeah. there. They don't change. This is who they are. They don't care who they hurt or kill in the process. This is what we're dealing with. And we're just going to trust our five-year-old's uh, kid to Pfizer. People are sick. Yeah, you know, from five from five to 11 and then from 11, from 12 up to 18, is a, it's, it's as bad in any age group, frankly. But the, but the fact that they're going after the kids, right? And the Wednesday show, we don't have time to go into it now, but uh, check that out, the latest no-go zone. I talked about the insider from one of the third-party companies that Pfizer used to verify their trials and going through the trials and, and being kind of an, uh, an observer of the trials and helping out and these, these kinds of things, right? Well, there was a whistleblower there that spoke out and warned about what they saw, the faked data, the, the slow response to adverse reaction. Like, it was a mess. It was a huge mess. And the, the person who complained ended up getting fired, of course. They they know that they're it's shady data. They just don't give a shit. They don't give a shit, right? They, they're you know massive amounts of money in this, and they they just don't care. They just don't care about the kids. This is a, a, an active. The, these are criminals, and they're going to have to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. They have to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. They have, we have to remember these people who they are, what they've done. We have to put their. We have to remember their names. And and. As the guy said, I've mentioned him, he's a great uh, outline, the guy from Australia, one, I think the party was called, right? When everything's said and done, the guilty will be punished. That's the, that's the only thing you have only to hold way. in mind. The, the only, only thing you have to hold in mind is, is that, right? Yeah. Killing um, children. And these, these people have done it before. So. Yeah. RoboThing says, can't stand how she ends all her sentences with, um, uh, yeah. um. Yeah, I see. Uh, uh, good. Ultimate Power says, our ancestors weep for the hell that we must endure. Yep. Yeah, it's I know. True. It's true. Aaron Gimza says, uh, if I can spread it, I'm going to sneeze on you. That's a biological weapon she thinks she yep. can use. Uh, kind liberal, my ass. Yep. Thanks for all you do. Hail red eyes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, these, they're psychotic. You notice how they always look really sick and unwell, generally? It's literally these... this meme. Let me see if I can bring it in here real quick. But it's it's literally it's literally this. This is literally what we're uh, f- faced with here right, right now, right? Um, yeah. Yep. Get uh, get vaxxed uh, is the virtuous and humanitarian thing to do. Do it to save lives. And then it's like, you don't want to do it? Uh, fuck you. I'm going to kill you yeah, personally. Exactly. <laughs> and infect you as much as I can, right? Uh, th- so that's that's how much it is about saving lives, I guess, right? But the point is, it doesn't save lives. The point is, you can still get infected. The point is, you can still end up it in hospital. It takes more lives than and saves lives. And first of all, or the most important thing is, you can also die when you take the vaccine. You can get uh, sick, de- you know, de- decapacitated. You could ruin your life health-wise for the rest of your life, right? I mean, there's so many dangers with it, but they're just pretending that none of these things are an issue. Mm-hmm. While the, the media overall is saying, well, 
you get vaccinated for all kinds of things. But it's like, this is a different ballgame. This is a completely new technology. Is it completely untested? It's it's insane. It's, they're, they're insane. They're just believing. And by the way, I don't they're get vaccinated believing. for all kinds of things. No, 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 exactly. That doesn't make it right either. But yeah. that's insane on another level. Oh, but I know, I know. but even like st- they're moving the goalposts yeah. again all of a sudden and just like, no, this is totally no. No, no, it's a, this mRNA thing is just it's just exactly the same. As getting getting an uh, you know attenuated virus in one of these other shots with your uh, you know aspartame and t- you know t- thimerosal uh, you know additives. They lie. So. That's what they do. Um, OSHA will consider. So OSHA is the big part of this uh, vaccine mandate from Joe Biden here, right? Uh, it's it's going it's so it's going to come to uh, to businesses for now that are a hundred or more people, right? Uh, big so larger businesses, right? Corporate America has entered the next phase of its effort to counter the spread of the coronavirus, which is bullshit. It's not going to work. But anyway, companies of 100 or more employees have until January 4th. This has been moved up this deadline and people were wondering why does it do with supply chains? Is it because it's just, you know, insane? They won't reach this goal mm-hmm. regardless. Right now, it's January 4th. And the, but by then, they need to ensure that all their workers are either either fully vaccinated or submit to weekly testing, and many of that will be at your own expense, by the way, and mandatory masking, which doesn't work, mask doesn't work. The measure was announced by President Biden in September, and details were released on November 4th by the Labor Department's Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, as they're called, right? So OSHA's rule will affect some 84 million private sector workers across the U.S., including some 31 million that at this point are believed to be unvaccinated. But the update from this is what you see on screen right here, which is that they're now having a 30-day comment period at the U.S. Labor Department to weigh whether OSHA will expand this vaccine mandate also to, and we call this, and we said this, to small companies. Any, Any company that has a business license, doesn't matter if you're one, uh, you know, or five or three or, you know, 99 or whatever, all of them. Man, if they push all that, if they push that, it's going to be, it's going to be It's war. It's, it's war. <laughs> I mean, it's just the yeah. way I, that's basically, the way of that's basically you have to be vaccinated um, to work at all, yeah. <laughs> to make money to feed yourself at all, yeah. even if you work for yourself. That's what they're trying to say there. And there's a lot of states that are going to fight that. There's a lot of people. Yeah, that are no, fight of course. That. I mean, no, I think this is uh, it's insane. That's psychotic. This is insane. But they're but they're doing. It. They're going there. They're, this is anyway. So also, of course, then it will be hefty fines for companies, um, or yeah, employers that do not comply uh, after January fourth, right? And and so, so coincidentally, look look at these numbers too, right? OSHA plans to send out agents to check that workplaces are in compliance like with the rule. For willful violations, a company can be fined up to $136,532. And, and check this number out here. Too, this the standard penalty... Thirteen thousand six hundred fifty-three. Thirteen thousand six hundred and fifty-three. I'm surprised it must mean something to them for a single violation. That number means something to them. And then people were doing it. Six hundred and fifty-three plus thirteen is six six (laughs) six. So you know, who knows, right? They always do these. They like these little games and playing and stuff. How do you even come to a number like that? The oh, the penalty should be. uh, I propose thirteen thousand dollars six hundred thirteen thousand six hundred fifty-three dollars. 
It's like arbitrary, just out of someone's butt. You know, it's just like out of well, a hat. Uh, then it, it can go to the uh, poor people who were turned down at the border because they need $450,000 each for being separated from their uh, family. Yeah, that's right. Half policy. a million dollars, right? Four, 450000 And also, they don't have to be vaccinated, by the way. No. Um, but yeah, this is, it's this weird, like, you know, this, the 666 thing, right? Um, all right. Anyway, so I think we got that. Here's the, this is Wall Street uh, Journal, I think had a one piece on this OSHA's vaccine mandate overkill. You think? Yeah. The 490 page Biden rule is unnecessary and needless, needlessly divisive. Yeah. I wonder why they're, they, I mean, the only thing I can think of here with this balls to the walls approach which is something like we've never seen before in terms of timing in terms of overstep in terms of not just you know this is not boiling the frog here this is just throwing them into the 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 scolding water what do you call it the boiling water right it's i think they're just i think that you before the before this transformation happens on 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 every front on, on in every aspect and i'm talking technology i'm talking you know genetics uh, food industry, all of this stuff that they're reforming and reshaping right now, they basically just want to kill as many people as they can. That's what it seems that like. That, that's, <laughs> bas- that's basically what this is. I've never seen anything like it. And, and I, I just I don't I don't know what they're thinking. This is not to say, again, Biden is a perfect fall guy for this. He's basically I mean, his mind is basically gone. He's demented. They can blame him. He'll probably they be can, dead by the know. time everyone else does. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this applies to other people, too. They're just like, you know, they you know, uh, Anyway, I don't even have to go through this. It, it is that, the, I mean, they summarize it there by saying it's overkill, it's unnecessary, it's this, they shouldn't do this, but they're going ahead with it anyway, right? So here's the, we have a copy here of the uh, uh, of the PDF that was released by the um, Occupational, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, uh, Department of Brought Labor. to you by Pfizer. And they're going to make a lot of money for Pfizer uh, by doing this, basically. Um, you know where I can see this going next too, is there's people that are retired, for instance, uh, that rely on Social Security. Mm-hmm. They'll say if you want your Social Security checks, you have to submit proof that you're fully vaccinated. Right? Absolutely, anything. They're you, trying to get every single little pocket, any yep. way that you sustain yourself. They want to go through all those channels to force vaccination, right? Threats. Yeah, yep. and threats they of will taking away money. Absolutely, and they will not uh, accept uh, natural immunity. Right. That's long. That, that's they've thrown that out for a, they a long do time. They even do in ago. Europe, at least. I think so. At least in, for, in, at for least now. For now. Right. As, uh, as they say here. But um, yeah, here's just one little uh, cut together here of uh, of, of their overstep. And, and, and just also how much this OSHA thing is about compliance. Right. And, and that's what she mentions here. Listen to this here. That's all. On the OSHA rule, on the OSHA rule, uh, what, what is the threshold in order for a private business to be fined? Uh, I still, uh, I'm still unclear on that. How many violations can a business kind of, you know, uh, how many times can they violate this rule in order for them to actually be fined? And then, uh, secondly, uh, has the White House been reaching out as well, I don't know, in the past couple of days today, to uh, governors as well, either encouraging them to implement their own mandates or on implementation of this mandate and then just one on immigration after that gotcha um so the goal here is compliance uh, and the administration and osha are going to do everything we can to maximize compliance so that's that's going to be our focus the vast majority of employers as they do every day with other workplace safety requirements will voluntarily comply without ever being inspected 
Uh, however, if needed, OSHA can assess fines of $13,600 per violation. And OSHA 53. can fine an yep. additional $13,600 right. per day that an employer does not abate if that an employer does not abate the violation and for willful or serious violation osha can fine employers $136,000 so oh, that's gosh. how the penalty is going to and work here so you say this with a straight face like they can support this yep. madness it's about compliance that's what it's about right oh and i forgot i don't think you saw this one we can we can so what are they going to do for home businesses they're going to come some uh, some agent of the state is going to come knock on your door in your house and be like hmm are you vaccinated let me see i I just don't see that going over very well in a lot of places i mean it's so osha is not going to do this uh this was a piece by tour by here yeah exactly i mean but but, you know he he talks about that and and initially of course he's correct right he says um, OSHA is a small agency. They have 1,850 uh, 1, inspectors responsible for 130 million workers. They do not have the manpower to come after every business or refuses to comply with this tyranny. Business owners need to stand strong, do not bend the knee, do not comply. They literally do not have the power to come after us all. This is, this is good. Um, and of course, if they find you, ignore it, don't pay it. Australia, have a report on that. They're confiscating people's houses and bank accounts now for outstanding fines. Uh, and tickets they've gotten big because they're out protesting or, or stuff like that. We have a, a hopefully we have time to play it here today. But they, an SOS alarm, like a, a call to help Australia from from uh, one producer um, down there, which is a pretty good one, right? Um, but the the point uh, the the thing here is to um, check out something like this, which is kind of weird. Like LA Times had this piece here. Uh, thousands of intelligence officers could be dismissed for flouting vaccine mandates, right? There's like all these different fields, police and even uh, the like, CDC wouldn't answer when asked right. how many, what percentage of your people are vaccinated. They would not answer. You know what that means? You, you know what that means? They they, they don't have to do. They're it, not right? doing it themselves. Uh, even the White House doesn't have a mandate for it. But at this and then at the same time, imagine all these people in these intelligence services, how much they have helped to create this environment and stuff and that the, now it's coming back at them. Right. But some some of the 18 agencies in the intelligence community had as much as 40 percent of their workforce unvaccinated. And it's unknown at this point if they will <clears throat> comply or not. Uh, presumably, many of them will not unless they issue some kind of state. Well, uh, we'll just claim that they have, you know, so that they can continue or something. But can you imagine the, the holes that this will leave? from military police and firefighters and intelligence and stuff and you know maybe the, in a way i'm kind of like well ha you know kind of thing uh but imagine the rest of the world viewing this too basically it's this this is what's replacing these people this this is what's done these this is the policy makers now in the biden administration right what you're seeing on screen right here that, that this is this is who's going to pick up the slack <laughs> when the the, the yes say the uh, what was if it? You the, can with those nails. The cum formist, mm. right? Uh, basically, that that that's what's <laughs> that's what's going to happen here. It's just I don't know. We just fucking clown world. It's yeah, just, it's just beyond what, uh, who how what's going to happen here. And then of course at the same time Netflix is just like yeah let's just kill let's just make shows about killing the unvaccinated now. That's yeah, totally they've been fine. horrible. I, I you guys better not have a Netflix uh, subscription. Yeah. <laughs> If you do, uh, 
unsubscribe <sighs> and sign up at RedEyesMembers.com right now. Or go to our subscribestar.com slash RedEyes and sign up. Get, get off of this shit. Yeah. The show You dedicates its second morally ambiguous murder to an anti- Vaxxer. I gotta get a hold of this episode and watch it here, but uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not not, uh, not surprised at all. One white pill in this, and it doesn't include. Brought to you by Pfizer. At this point, uh, by one of their uh, other companies that they work with, BioNTech. I think they're partially owned or something, or maybe just the vaccine was a co corroboration or collaboration, I should say. Uh, but ma many of the big uh, pharma vaccination uh, companies uh, stocks uh, were plummeting here. Today, uh, Moderna is down 18%, BioNTech 18, Merck and Co 9, Novavax down 10, Regeneron is down 7. Now, some people pointed out this might be because some of these new uh, pills that they rolled up. Apparently, Pfizer has rolled up, ro rolled out. Uh, this is basically a very similar type of pill that Merck had. Uh, remember the little brown pill? The one that gives um, you uh, cancer and infertility. Uh, yeah, the the yeah. one that like uh, causes uh, birth defects and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. The the, the one that Embeds, embeds itself into your mammalian cells, right? And uh, to, to, what was it? To change the genetic, it mutates the virus, right? And it's like, you're telling me they're, you, they're giving you something which causes new mutations of the virus, but they're hoping that's going to kill the virus, you know, but it'll, it'll mutate something, all right? That's what it's going to do. But, you know, so in one way, you know, is it, is it a white pill or whatever? In part, it is, but this will just this will go back up again, right? It'll, it's not going to be an issue, basically, at the at the end of the day, right? Um, all right. Did you have See, any Black others? Phil, Hendrick and Lana, uh, yep. you've been talking about the WEF recently, doing some research on my own. They seem to be the root of all evil today. Communism, global homo, woke culture, inflation, the Federal Reserve, small hats, BlackRock, Rothschilds, and so on. It's all about the WEF. Follow the money, yep. always. Yeah, they're one of the front groups to, like, be the, uh, you know, kind of the... Yeah, the PR, uh, the PR group, if you will, the head of all of this stuff. It's uh, ultimately it's not them pulling the strings behind the scenes. Uh, but I mean, Klaus Schwab is a bit, he's a big player when it comes to being a face out there for this and stuff. But yeah, it's basically the group that becomes the um, the official. Uh, you know, they're not an NGO. I mean, but but they're like the they're the official face of the agenda of the policy that's being enforced. You know, yeah. That's right, Black Philip Lana. I'm sure you've been following Twitter, but most of Twitter is absolutely livid at white women in Virginia because they seem to vote to pr protect their young sons. The meltdown is a huge white pill. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's the best part of that election there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, go on. Yeah, so uh, a couple here. Uh, ITAS says tomorrow in the Netherlands, masks and social distancing are back. Of course. Also, I live on. <laughs> Disability welfare. Sorry to hear that. Mm. Um, and I think there was another comment from Itash here too. Uh, yes, on Dutch state TV, the Netherlands, comedy about killing unvax. Well, there you go. So it's right in line with what Netflix is going is doing. Then, of course, of course, it's back with the, with lockdown. Yeah. But we told you this too. <clears throat> we told you it's going to be back in every every country. That's like no matter how much. In fact, the more vaccinated they were, the worse the lockdown will be because now there's actually going to be deaths, right? Uh, Midnight Sun says, I remember when Biden stole the election. You guys said things would accelerate, and you were right. At this rate, white people will be rounded up under false pretenses or maimed with required boosters with cyanides like compounds after his uh, 2024 re-election. I'm not sure if we'll make it that long, uh, but someone who takes over probably will. I mean, if they don't deal with the, which, I, I mean, <coughs> some states have de dealt with some of the election fraud, but 
unless you change, I mean, look at what happened in New Jersey. I, I talked about that Wednesday. Basically, the same thing happened with that, you know, the Biden, the Biden bump. <laughs> Uh, that became yeah. something different later with the booster shot, of course. But that, you know, the the F thing was always just like massive spike. Same thing happened in the New Jersey governor's race. And yeah. the Democrat ended up, you know, getting in there because of that. So you got to deal with this, right? Do, do you want to play the, uh, sh- the Yeah, so I don't know how ATM? how real this is. I'd have to be able to see the screen and stuff. But apparently the this large bank in Russia is requiring QR oh, codes. About the, the, sorry, oh, the Charlottesville. Mm, oh, yeah, okay. I, I uh, saw that one up there. I got, I got you. We'll play okay, that so after that. Uh, there's a new ATM also kind of similar to this in Charlottesville that's being rolled out and has very big brother-looking technology. And people are assuming the little slot where you put your ID could possibly be uh, for your vaccine card, right? Okay. So check it out. Okay, so here we have um, the new ATMs here at UVA Credit Union in Burkmar, Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, looks like they're made by Hyalsung with a thing that looks kind of like um, Chinese company. Like the buildings there. I would say Hyalsung. Wuhan, um, <laughs> China. Um, this looks like a, a bar to possibly scan your license plate or your vehicle. Um, down here we have ID card scan. I assume. For um, vaccination cards, um, over here we have a palm vein Try scan, which everybody. looks like um, possible microchips. Um, and so what they're going to do is, is they're going to require mandatory vaccinations for um, all Americans and Get your all cash out. And that's a credit union right there too. And if you do not, yeah. you know, you know, comply with them, then they are not going to allow you to have access um, to your money. They will take your children. Um, you will not have any kind of benefits, but they will give you the option <laughs> to opt out to give you free will to make Mark this your own choice. All right. Um, yeah, I wish she wouldn't talk in the background. I was kind of getting in the way. Like, I know she's excited about yeah. it, but but yeah, that is an interesting looking ATM. It's in, in Charlottesville. It's the first one I've, I've heard of yeah, or, or seen. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean, the, the Amazon is bringing out that palm pay with your palm. Remember that they're mm-hmm. bringing out that. So that's going to be part of the, that technology. This is a biometric machine. It's it's there to read all the different signs that it needs to do. But at some point, yes, I mean, essentially it could be a, a vaccine passport or something else that you have to put in the machine for it to be able to let you take out money or something like that uh, or deposit money or anything. That's that's not out of the ordinary. I think something similar in Russia. That's what one of the claims. Yeah, of this I couldn't confirm. Video. But yeah, they're, they're claiming they have to show a QR code of their uh, vaccination status, um, status at the ATM? But, yeah, and yeah. this is a large bank in Russia. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but can confirm okay. for sure. Right. Let's right. see what's happening on the screen. Сканировать QR-код. Прикиньте, все в шоке вообще. Обалдеть. Okay, so, right, so about, you know, someone yeah. else tried it and okay. it's also asking them for the QR code and stuff. Interesting. So. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest. They're, 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 they're going to wheel out a lot they're of different They're claiming that, like that, oh my right? gosh, there's these spikes in Russia and America saying, don't go travel and everything. And I was watching a commercial before and I talked to people in Russia too and they said that there a lot of people are not getting the vaccine there, but they're really pushing for the, the Sputnik yeah. one. It's a, it's a different one too. Right. Um, even ads of like this couple that are they're having sex and it's like, oh, well, because we got the Sputnik vaccine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think they're like I really you, pushing it hard. I think at the end of the mm-hmm. No Go Zone, uh, you know, I don't want to play multiple clips multiple times in both shows and stuff. So you got to just you know watch the other stuff. But the pe- the penis, the penis doctor tells you you have to get it for erectile dysfunction. You you could they're saying you could get erectile dysfunction if you have COVID nineteen. So get vaccinated, for which your will penis. give you erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's like yeah, but it'll you know make you infertile. You know, even if anything. that was technically true, like well, you could still get a boner. Yeah, but you can't have any kids. You know, like. Um, uh, the expose had a follow-up here. Fully vaccinated and accounted for 83% of COVID-19 deaths, 68% of hospitalizations, and 55% of cases in England over the past month. And they do have the data in the out uh, in the in screenshot in the article here. And they've been pr- very good at linking this source here. The expose have been very good at linking to official d- data by the UK government and things like that. So they're not just pulling this out of their ass and making it up. But of course, this is the data and the statistics that you do not get to hear about uh, in the mainstream media. The vaccine is uh is dangerous and and you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't uh, take it right um couple of quick ones real quick here we'll, we'll rush through we're going to wrap up here soon but uh, uh big surprise right 24 year old hockey player dies after suffering cardiac arrest during the game boris sadechki tragically dies in hospital after intensive care treatment was he vaccinated we don't know because a lot of people, you know, if they, they're vaccinated, they have myocarditis, sometimes they don't realize that they have it. It's very common where athletes will die from uh, myocarditis. Yeah. Sudden death of athletes. Yeah, we, there's a couple of tweets of, of this here. Uh, according to reports, Sadek's, Zadek's family expressed the wish that no further information be disclosed about his death. That's unfortunate. I think we should know. It is not known if Zadetsky had taken the vaccine or if his collapse was linked to any complica- complications related to the jab, but the chances are that it is, right? However, there have been innumerable, uh, innumerable high-profile collapses and deaths of young athletes in recent months. Mm-hmm couple real quick here barcelona footballer kun aguero had to be withdrawn early from a recent game after complaining of dizziness and chest pain right heart complications it's apparently reported that he had suffered heart arrhythmia and will be out of action for three months after ongoing cardiological evaluation 28 year old icelandic midfielder emil paulson was also airlifted to hospital after a collapse on the pitch just 12 minutes of the game Denmark footballer Christian Eriksen also collapsed and suffered a cardiac arrest while playing for Denmark at the Euro 2020. I remember watching some of this and it's like, this is not, I have not seen this yeah, level this of many just, they're just they young just athletes having heart attacks like, like this. Yep. Yeah. 28 year old bodybuilder Jake Kazimerka also died unexpectedly four days after taking the jab. I've seen other bodybuilders. Uh, not, I forget the name of him, but there was another one, right? Uh, so this has happened, and this is a big problem. I don't think we have to play the clip with Peter McCullough now, but basically yeah. to summarize, right, he says that there's different types of myocarditis or myocarditis. Is that what you're there's saying? There's a natural, there's a, the, the viral, the wild stuff that yeah. happens, you know, uh, viral heart inflammation, and then there's a myocarditis that comes from the spike proteins in the vaccine, mm-hmm. which embeds in the heart, and then your body starts attacking the heart. So that's yeah. lethal. And he made the point, too, that also in conjunction mm-hmm. with that, you have the... Um, liposomal nanoparticles which basically just slices through the blood vessels and that actually causes uh, bleeding in your heart like micro uh, clots and stuff like that scary scary stuff Mm -hmm. sorry I got some water all over my beard here come on you pig (laughs) I think pigs are a little worse than that you know I don't know I like the hog I like especially the wild they taste good too I like bacon (laughs) all right so 
Um, maybe, should we see? I'm trying to determine here what we should um, end with. There's right? a couple clips, I think, uh, yeah. that, that are very, very uh, telling. Do we have the early warning clip you from, play from that? 1981? Should, I think wanna, it's a good kind Or do you want to play that as we go on? Sure, last we can, do we can wrap yeah. up because I haven't actually seen that film. I thought I'd seen most yeah, of those movies. Yeah, it's interesting. But, Another one someone recommended, Tangle. Uh, we'll take a look at that one. Tangle uh, had a, interesting things about it, like the microbots, nanobots, you know, and all that kind of stuff, right? What about the Peruvian? Uh, the Peruvian well, one. Well, that was kind of funny. I mean, you can look at pictures here. So brown people traveled to a remote place in the forest to vaccinate other brown people against COVID, which uh, <laughs> they never it's heard of or experienced. probably never going to be an issue for them. So you know? Peruvian health workers, they traveled three days by boat to reach these noble, peaceful, indigenous communities who wear Western colonialist brands like Nike and Adidas to vaccinate them, right? Marino Cuisto, a community leader, I mean, this is sad, it's sad, said that of they, course it is. they had never heard about the virus. Nope. Health workers, they gave talks on COVID, administered shots to several of these villages. And these villagers, they just, if you look at the pictures, they just sit there, they have no idea what the hell's going on. They're just getting these jabs, they're doing what they're told. I thought they were wise and in touch with the earth and also trusting and all that. Nope. In fact, many of these villagers complained they needed more health care in their remote communities and explained that no doctors were coming and they had all these health issues. So honestly, it's sad. I don't wish this on them, but you know that if it were Europeans doing this in, in these pictures, there would be cries of eugenics and evil colonialism and how they're spreading uh, disease and killing natives, you know. Yeah, by the maybe, conservatives. But not the liberals. Um, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't say that. You know, yeah, well, it would, of course it would be the conservatives. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, this is so ridiculous. Of they're they're remote. It's... They're isolated. Yep. They don't need masks and shots. And if they ha mm -hmm. do have other health issues, they're probably not living the way of their ancestors who knew exactly they had knowledge of healing plants in the forest and all that. Obviously, they look like they've been out of touch with that kind of lifestyle for a while. But here they go. Peruvians traveling three days by boat into the Amazon to stick it into. Every, everyone's got to go. Everyone like, everyone globally has to have it. Yeah, and I thought know. there was going to be some of these that they were going to get off the hook, but it seems yeah, like they're yeah, coming they're, for those too, even in Africa and these this. Amazon tribes and all that, you know, because yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. very much focused on white people because it's much easier to convince <clears> them to like come and yeah. get the shot and all this. So yeah. the, the, you know, we talked about this, but the main, uh, the main uh, receiver of this, of course, is Western countries, right? They're, they're the highest in the percentile and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, that's seen as a racist white supremacy kind of thing because we won't share with other nations and stuff like that. Uh, but but the, but then at the same time, you got to keep in mind that most people that are driven to do something like this do it genuinely because they think that it will save people and they're doing good work and, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? So there's like two different layers. I think there are people way up there that knows what this is and why they're pushing it so hard. But then the layer underneath, it's just like, oh, this is, the, you know, the right thing to do to save everybody, right? Uh, there was another it's weird. Like, it's sad, but I, oh, I, course, I yeah. laughed when I saw those pictures. Like that, this is yeah. even happening. You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. It, it's it's absolutely insane, right? Global, every wherever you are on the earth, you have to you know have to be vaccinated. Um, the University of Oxford had, has uncovered a gene that doubles the risk of death from COVID nineteen. It's interesting, and it turns out that sixty percent of those people who carry this high risk genetic signal. Uh, are from South Asian ancestry, partially explaining some ex excess deaths seen in the UK impact of COVID in India, which is interesting. So people are like, oh, is this some gene weapon then? It's, uh, I think it was uh, Battle Beagle said the coup, the coup was made uh, to, to take out the Indians or something in, in reply to this, right? But it's always interesting when you see certain genes that are like specific, right? We, we've talked about China, how they're like, 
because of all the testing and then the uh, ancestry results that people do, right? They have access to a lot of genetic data. And they could literally uh, literally make, and there's accusations of this now, that they are making and have Ethnic made bioweapons yeah. that are targeting Caucasians. Well, Indi India is fine right? because they took uh, ivermectin and they didn't uh, get vaccinated as much. So they're nope. fine. Yep, that's <clears> right. <throat> Um, okay, I think one of the, uh, I, th I guess, let's mention the box saga, and then we'll play that clip from the uh, early warning there as we as we round up and go out here, right? Um, so the box saga is something, we did a show on this back in uh, 2014, actually, the first time. This is kind of interesting stuff. Um, with Michael Merrill, right, he was one of the team members together with Urbok, which is the naked uh, shaman type dude you see in the middle there. It's a... Uh, kind of a ragtag bunch. It's a lot of new agey people and stuff like that. I'm not trying to, you know, come down on them. It's just, what, you know, kind of what they're into. Uh, and it might not be everyone's flavor or whatever, but they have a, an interesting uh, story here behind it, right, of the uh, Lemminkainen treasure, right? It's a, it's a, a, a horde, what some people call a horde, right? Uh, the, these treasure hunters have been trying to penetrate into this, what they call a temple uh, for, I mean, for a long time, decades now. I think they started back in 1987 to di to dig. Um, now, is a is kind of a, 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 a mythology. It's a story from uh, Finnish pagan mythology, uh, pre-Christian times. And this the story is that there's someone, uh, the, the family there, either Bok claims he's a descendant of that or whatever, but they had collected treasures and things and this, uh, and even, you know, going generations back and all that kind of crazy stuff. Maybe none of it is true. I, I don't know. It, but it's fascinating. It's always interesting when you come up against, right up against mythology and like, you know, there's a specific mountain uh, or a, a cave system, I guess, uh, Sibusberry it's called. And it's been in the possession, I think, of Ilir Bok and his family for a long time. And it's actually a very, that, that's a, another picture there of Ilbok as well. He's a, his families were considered the guardian of this cave, and it was closed up uh, back in the uh, late 900s as the country was increasingly Christianized, and they tried to kind of preserve and protect certain things which they didn't want, you know, the rest of the world essentially to get access to at that time, right? And so they have been digging and stuff, but it, it, there is a very interesting rock, a, whole, a, a stone which covers up the entrance, and it literally looks like it's been dropped in there. I mean, it's it's just so anomalous. You look at it and it's like, how the hell did that end up there? You know, kind of thing. But this is the, there's this pool of water uh, that fills up and freezes over the winter time, and so you you're limited in terms of like getting to down deep into this cave system. And there is even parts of the research team that claim that even the uh, the stone that's blocking it, there's other types of stone or maybe even some kind of metal or something but they, it's very hard to to cut through this um anyway we don't have to go too much into detail there but anyway the, the team now claims that they're closer than they've ever been to actually opening this and they're hoping that next year next summer uh as they b begin with this let me see if i have that here's a like a, a schematic of what they what they claim kind of it looks like on the inside right down in the bottom right you can kind of see what i was talking about that there's like a there's a specific type of stone or some kind of material that were apparently put in place here to like to block and prevent people from getting access to it, right? Which is interesting. But here's this the stone that I was talking about, and they call it Et the Stupan, which is which is kind of interesting to have that name on it. That's an old old concept in, in Norse mythology. But it's like been dropped down in between the rocks. It's very it's a, it's a, it is a strange formation. I, I got to say, right? But so they hope that they can pump out the water. 
and then get to work on on finishing actually like coming coming through that that rock that stone that material whatever that is and actually get access to this cave system right even new york post had the story up and they were like it was one of the most popular stories for like over two days on the website and stuff right people like a good story of course but you know the the treasure hoard they're on the brink of you know discovering it and 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 finally getting through and stuff it's kind of interesting and coincidentally we had one of the I'm not sure if they're part of the the current team or maybe part, was a team member in the past, but they wrote to me because they knew I did the story with Michael Merle, uh, the interview with Michael Merle back in 2014, and they wanted to come back. So I kind of did a little poll. Is this something you guys would want to hear about? Should we do a follow-up on this? I mean, it is kind of interesting, right? Ties into pagan mythology. It's a like you know, Fenoscandian type of culture and stuff. And, and uh, I don't know, it's something interesting. Um, I think what, what we would need right about now is to have like a, a, a thousand-year-old uh, a secret from our historical past reveal itself, and maybe there would be a something different uh, with all the the hell that we're dealing with <laughs> currently. You need Odin know. to come out of there. That's what yeah. Wouldn't need. that be wouldn't that be something right? But um, yeah, here's a picture of the Odin of the team digging down Odin, in there, right? Uh, ready to rage in war mode. That's what we need. That's right. That is right. But no, it's a, it's actually a fascinating story, and I hope it's not bunk. He's uh, one of the team members. Wasn't him and Carl Carl Borjan, I think that was one of the team members. That I've been digging, but you know, they're um, yeah, it was, it's like a ragtag kind of group. As you know, some of them are kind of new agey. There's some other people. Leo Rock does actually talk about like you know racial differences and stuff. There's like we the box saga as it's called. It's like how we develop differently. Why white people look differently and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of interesting. Do you, know, you love it's, red it's eyes? Mythology, Want more? It's, it's Get access so to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other. Special uh, feature videos in, uh, only in for subscribers. From, uh, from Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Right. We knew. We love and appreciate you guys and gals. And cannot do this without you. Help us be a same voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go along. No, thank you. No, just kind of. It's just. I mean, well. It was made in 1981, so they couldn't fathom the kind of technology that we have now. So it's based on the kind of technology that they thought maybe that the feature would have. <laughs> but right. still, the point is there. And I heard that there was some tie into like, uh, you know, how do you control populations and uh, maybe not disease. It's elites I trying, that. To, yeah. trying to control the elites world and what they, need, what they need to do to control the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, guys, before we play that clip here, uh, join us over at redhousemembers.com. There's a number of ways you can sign up. Check out the uh, Weekend Warrior shows and other exclusive videos that we have for you guys there. Uh, one way of joining us is through Subscribestar. Uh, that's subscribestar.com slash red ice. You can sign up for, uh, you know, month to month payments, 10 bucks a month. They help support us as well. And you get access to redicemembers.com. Uh, you can shoot us off a DM over there, or you can send us an email, redice at protonmail.com. Let us know that you've signed up and that way we can link and activate your account. And there's some of you that have signed up and you have not sent us an email and we've searched for username and we just can't find it. So if you're watching this and you've signed up, but you haven't gotten your membership activated, just send us an email and, and let us know. Uh, that you made a payment and uh, let us know what username email you have and we'll activate that right away. Um, you can also use EnterpreStream. That's EnterpreStream.live slash TV. They do have a month-to-month -month option if you want to, uh, but you can also do a one-time payment and it goes all the way up to two years. And of course, the longer subscription you get, the cheaper it gets per month as well. Uh, so that's uh, one way of doing it. We do have a uh, cash app if you want to check out that. That's one uh, option. Some people prefer that. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick here on screen. There you have the Cash App address that works in the UK and the US. Of course, we have a uh, in the US we have a um, 
e-check uh, or ACH option as well. Crypto, of course, and we do have a mailing address. Some people prefer that. But guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll play the last clip here. Uh, early warning from 1981. Have a great weekend, guys, and we'll see you on redassmotors.com on uh, Monday at the latest, I think. That's right. Take care. See ya. See ya. What about the individuals who refuse to have this number implantation? We expect some minor resistance, especially from highly motivated religious groups. But eventually, hunger will cause even the most zealous to conform to our program. Gentlemen, I believe that within a year, two at the most, our one world government will be a reality. If we continue on our present course, it is my opinion that we could present the devil himself as a world leader and the people would accept him. The clip I just showed you was from the 1981 film entitled Early Warning. Initially, this film didn't get much attention. However, it is now 40 years later and people are starting to notice something a little bit strange. Here, see for yourself. So I would like to thank each and every one of you for your hard work and dedication to our cause. In reviewing this year's progress, let me say that we have been highly effective in conditioning the people's minds to accept our solution to the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. Financially, the dollar is being devalued even faster than we could have hoped. Politically, the public has lost total confidence in any form of government. The threat of universal war is a daily possibility. As you know, we ourselves do not need to hold any visible office of leadership. As a matter of fact, it's better that we do not. We control the finances, news media, food, transportation, energy, we control everything. It is important that you, as world leaders, keep our program before your countrymen. With our World Bank and computer program operational, we now have the capacity to control the financial affairs of every human being on Earth by giving each person his own computer number. Anytime his number is used, we would know his financial situation at once. He could not buy or sell anything without his computer number. It will simplify their lifestyles tremendously. The end result will be a one-world monetary and government system that we alone will control. Yes. What about the people who forget their number or their cards are lost or stolen? We've made provisions for that. By using this laser imprinter, we can painlessly and permanently affix the person's number to the back of his hand or his forehead if he so desires. The numbers would be easily read by this new ultraviolet scanning equipment. For the purposes of demonstration, I've had such a number imprinted on myself. Once this number is imprinted, it cannot be lost nor can it be changed. Now, are there any questions? What about the individuals who refuse to have this number implantation? We expect some minor resistance, especially from highly motivated religious groups. But eventually, hunger will cause even the most zealous to conform to our program. Gentlemen, I believe that within a year, two at the most, 
our one world government will be a reality. If we continue on our present course, it is my opinion that we could present the devil himself as a world leader and the people would accept him. So what do you think about this clip from the movie? Please put your opinion in the comments section. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to hit that like button. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.